For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. And it's Friday. The final game, or the final show, excuse me, before the game this Sunday. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I'm I'm ready for it, but I'm also not ready for it. It's an exciting time in Detroit. We got a whole crew here with you today. Same as always. Sam Flannel, KG, JB. Breaking down the game uh, game in depth today. We have Micro Mike joining us at 9 o'clock as well to help us do that. But right now, I want to feel for the room. Sam Flannel, it's Friday, two days away. Where are you at right now? I think it's going to be another one of those days where it's all adrenaline because the amount of content, the amount of great football, especially if you're a Michigan fan that we have been blessed with, or at least even with the entire network that we have been blessed to be able to talk about this whole season over this last week, it's definitely... It's been great, but it's definitely taken a little bit of a toll. I think we're all a little bit tired, but we're all excited at the same time. I think it is this nervous excitement, I would say, because on one hand, I think we all can comprehend the amount of demons that can be vanquished if the Lions were able to win. But I think there's also the other end of the spectrum where it's like, well, what if the Lions lose? How miserable would that be? But at the same time, I think that since the Lions are at home, they're they're, they're favorites, I think that they will win, but it's definitely... This is a week unlike any other in, honestly, Detroit sports history. If we're being honest, when yeah. has that, when have the Lions in Michigan both been this good at the same time? They it, it, it's been one. I don't want to say a weird week, a week, Kinda but it's has, been. Though. But yeah, it, you have Michigan winning the national championship. You have the Lions facing the Rams and Matthew Stafford. Like it is a hell of a week, especially for for Detroit media. Um, I want to get some of these people are already chiming in from the question I asked. Hello, names has got to be at peace with it. Whatever happens, happens. This group we've watched all year can get it done if they play to their potential. Scott Lofton says, "I'm ready for this game because I'm sick of hearing about Stafford." One pride says, "Sunday is going to be insane." Uh, David Witt says, hope everyone had a great weekend except Katz, Brad Allen, and Matt Stafford. <laughs> Where are you at, KG, with this whole thing on Sunday? I'm fired up. Hey, man, I'm relaxed. I don't know if you call it a little bit of hangover from the Michigan Natty, but um, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just ready to see the game play out. Um, I'm not really worried about it, though, because if this uh, Lions team is, is what they've shown me all year, BNL, then we should get a, a BNL type result on Sunday, and um, I'm just looking forward to the game. It's going to be a great game. The narratives and the storylines is all great, but I just want to see it on the field, man. And, and JB and Sam, because KG hasn't been around as long. But remember when I made the argument that Ford Field could be the best home home field advantage, uh, arguably one of the in the playoffs, especially because of how crazy and how starved these fans are. Yep. I think you're going to see that play out on Sunday. You're going to get a feel. I, I know. 
St. Brown asked his brother EQ, one of the loud, what, what you know, have you played in Ford Field or not just that, but what do you think of the noise? And he said it's it's the loudest stadium I've played in. And he I, said that. I mean, if that was just a regular season, this is now the wild card to play off the postseason. Oh, yeah. Everyone is going to go insane. Ford Field, I, I think we will probably set a new record for noise in Ford Field come this Sunday. It is going to be so insane. But as far as comfort level go, I'm comfortable, but I, I am slightly hesitant. I'm slightly nervous just because, hey, this week, as you guys said, has been kind of weird. Yeah, Michigan winning the national championship on Monday. This week just kind of seems to to slow down and drag a little bit because you're so amped up and pumped up for Sunday that, oh, man, you it, it, get, it gets in your nerves a little bit. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm concerned for the Lions, but I'm slightly nervous just because of the simple fact that we haven't been here in so long and – Right now, you, you don't want to see anything get messed up, and you want to see a future for this team in a, in a playoff. So I'm a little nervous. And if I'm being real with it, if you get this win, you're kind of popping that Ford Field cherry. I'm just saying. Yeah. They haven't won a playoff game at Ford Field. <laughs> so this is, this is a big deal. I think this, this game on Sunday at Ford Field not only will rival, but I think will eclipse that 2011 Monday night game against the Bears. Oh, absolutely. Like, in that game, uh, Tim Twentyman described it, you know, and Dan Miller, those guys had to leave the the stadium after, and their ears were still ringing. Like, this is going to be... You got Anzalone coming out and, and giving the message to fans. Like, and I know LA's a little different. Most teams, when they go on the road, it's it's very different. But in SoFi, it's typically an away stadium every single week. Yeah. So those guys always have a, a opposing fans cheering for them. Rams are a little different because they're the, the better, more popular franchise from them in the charge. It's really the Chargers they have to deal with that. But the Rams have been using silent count, um, especially early in the season when they stunk. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little uh, foreign, but not completely. But they've they haven't seen anything like this. This is foreign, and that, maybe not for Stafford, but for everybody else. No, well, absolutely. And I've mentioned it many, many times that um, the loudest I've ever been at when it comes to any sporting event was when I went to the Lions Bears game at Ford Field when Aiden Hutchinson had that final strip sack safety of Justin Fields. It was absolutely deafening. But that was just for a regular season game. That was just for a regular season play. And I think a lot of that also had to had to do with with the fact that there was relief that the Lions weren't going to lose to the Bears at home. I think that had a lot to do with it, but it also has, the, has to do with the fact that the Lions at Ford Field, this is the best team that a lot of us have ever seen, especially in the Ford Field era, for sure. And just watching them play every single week, you see how loud the crowd is. You see how much of a home field advantage it has become, but you would think at least, and I know Lions fans, us Lions fans will all show out and, and make a bunch of noise at Ford Field. This will be one of the loudest environments probably in NFL history at any game. Mm-hmm. I can only I, I mean we'll we'll see how it plays out on Sunday night but just waiting all day for Sunday night as the as, as the as song the says song. As, yeah. as the theme song says but like for real that will be I think there will be a lot of pen up stuff with with, with with Lions fans all positive but just of the magnitude of what could be accomplished it is going to be it I think the stadium is actually going to shake yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. seriously. And if you didn't, if you're, if you believe the NFL was scripted before this weekend, before the matchups came out, yeah. now you definitely believe it's scripted. You have McCarthy facing the Packers, yeah. Tyreek Hill going up against the uh, Chiefs, and then now you have Stafford returning home to Detroit, mm. and not just that, but Tyreek returning to Arrowhead. You can't beat it. Like you, you can't. Th- this is like perfecto of a script, 
And it, you know what? It should be. It's going to come out, I think, the way we all think it'll come out, hopefully. We'll, we'll break that down in a couple of minutes here. We'll go to break. Uh, when we get back, we'll get into the, the game analysis, the breakdown. What do the Lions need to do? And what, can, what, what can't they do um, in order to get a victory? We'll talk about that. Uh, kind of some ex- things we see with the Lions and how they can ex- expose the Rams. We'll get into that matchup in a couple of minutes. 8.30, we'll have the Jared Goff conversation. We'll talk more about him, how much this game means to just him, but also him and Stafford. Again, we're going to revisit that because that's the storyline all week. Uh, 8.45, we'll break down uh, the game more in depth. We'll get into different storylines. Jamison Williams, I do believe he is an X-factor this game, and I'll tell you why later in the show. 9 o'clock, Micro Mike joins the show. And then 9.16, we're going to go around the NFL and do our pick em. We're going to pick winners and losers for playoff games. And then at 9.30, we're going to give our game predictions, which, to no one's surprise, is probably going to be all Lions. <laughs> I, if, you, if, you pick a, right. if you pick the Rams to win, get the hell out. Spoiler alert. Get the hell out of the studio if you're picking the Rams to win. All right, we'll go to break. First, though, got to hear about our friends from Lady Jane's. Lady Jane's, of course. Come to Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, where I get my A-plus haircuts from the A-plus stylist. You can go for an award-winning haircut experience, register to win a trip of your dreams, and all expenses paid sweet for the 2024 NCAA tournament. That's right, no expense spared for you and five of your best buds. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men, open seven days a week. Walk in any time. It's wicked awesome. Sports own Jeff Iafrady, along with special WSN guests for the most anticipated Lions season in decades. Filled with different surprises and expert analysis. You're not going to want to miss out. Go to our Woodward Sports YouTube channel on Sundays and tune in live from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. We've just received word. The world's cannabis supply has vanished. The public is outraged and has taken to the streets in response to this tragedy. The individual responsible acted alone, and we can only hope they will make things right soon. Les Stanford, let me tell you about them. Uh, what happens when you run a, run a great business for over 50 years? You expand and offer more products to more people. This is exactly what Les Stanford has been doing. By adding Les Stanford Buick GMC on Woodward Avenue, just south of Nine Mile. Check out Les Stanford in Dearborn today. Find the brand you want at lesstanford.com. Man, oh man. Lions, Rams. And you know what? I find this hilarious, but not too surprising. National media is slobbering all over the Rams. Man. As, as predicted. That's all I saw yesterday. That's that's as predicted. Eric Allen uh, comments, and I'm going to read his comment. He says, NFL Network had 12 people pick the game and seven or eight picked the Rams over the Lions. It's, <laughs> no. And I didn't see that. I, I did see uh, Chris Sims and Mike Florio. They both picked the Rams. Yep. And they were like, yeah, I'm picking the Rams. You PFF me? Like, it wasn't even like hard for them. Um, which, again, 
Am I saying everybody should pick the Lions? No, but it it does feel disrespectful in a way. I mean, this team's twelve and five. They won their division. They've been they haven't lost two straight all year. I think they've earned the respect. But hey, you're Detroit. You haven't really claimed. You haven't really taken the respect yet. You know, you have to still win a playoff game. You have to prove that it's real. And I kind of like that they're the underdog. I think they'll thrive in that type of environment. I mean, I suppose that. Even though the Lions, we all know that it's different. We all know that they won the division for the first time in 30 years. In a lot of ways, on a national stage, in a playoff environment, the burden of proof is on them to prove that they can win a playoff game, even though we all think that that, that they can. I think national media, they just haven't been following the Lions as closely as as us in the local media have and why would they at this point so it, it's a great opportunity for the lions to be in some ways introduced to the rest of the nfl football watching wor world and the nfl media world because they clearly a lot of them haven't watched any of their games this year i, I mean no. I, I, i'm not trying no to call way. anybody out or anything like that but that's just i mean sometimes the what they even say about them it's like what what games have you been watching uh, Paul Thomas says, have you ever not gotten disrespect from national media? That's a good point, Paul. Uh, I don't think this is anything su surprising or new to Lions fans. But I will tell you this. For this game on Sunday, uh, there's a lot of matchups that I do like. I know we've spoke uh, about different things the Lions need to do, must do. And I'll just kind of recap some of those things and just so we get them correct. And I'll get to the turnover stuff because that's my biggest thing in, in about 12 minutes. So I'll, I'll talk about that at 8.30. Right now... The biggest thing for the Lions is in the trenches, winning that battle in the trenches. That's everything, offensively and defensively. Offensively, because you have uh, a pass rush with Aaron Donald, Kobe Turner, and they have two rookies that have combined for like 17 sacks. So, and Ben Johnson spoke about it when he spoke to the media. He said this is the most dangerous interior defensive line tandem we've faced. Maybe you've sensed, right? The Ravens. Which is speaking, that's, that's, that's respect right there from Ben Johnson. Huge, it's a lot of respect. And we saw how this offensive line struggled against the Ravens. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be the same outcome, but it is a huge test. The offensive line, the lines will go as far as they will take them. Pass protection, uh, run blocking. You have a two-headed monster, but that offensive line needs to open up holes here. It, it, they're going to be everything for the offense, protecting Jared, giving him time to get the football out, and, of course, opening up lanes for David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. If you go to the other side, Aiden Hutchinson. It's not just Aiden. You're going to like this. You're going to like this a lot, Sam Flannel. Aiden Hutchinson, we, we, of course, expect him to have a big game. But it's not just Aiden, Okay. It's also about how, who's on the other side of Aiden. Mm -hmm. That matters. And if you watch the Vikings game, and I know Levi Onzerike got a sack, which made no sense. He came out of nowhere. But the irony in that is Aiden pushed him out of the pocket for Levi to get the sack. Mm -hmm. We got to see in Aiden, in Lee McNeil's back. So, again, if Aileen can get pressure to push him outside so Aiden can get the sack, say it all, it all goes the same all around. John Kaminsky. These guys need to step up, too. It's not just Aiden. Now, Aiden's going to – I don't really have too much worry about Aiden. I think he's going to get pressure. Um, he's going to make some plays. Obviously, sacks would, would be preferred. But regardless, it is that defensive line. It is that offensive line. I think that they're a physical team. That's We talked a lot about Michigan uh, last week and this week about how they're the most physical team in, in college football. The Lions have built their team to be physical, and you have to display that on Sunday. Matthew Stafford does a really good job of getting the ball out quickly. That's why the sack numbers are a little skewed because it's one, two, three, boom, ball out. 
one, two, three, boom, ball out. And now you got Cooper and Puka who are just, they're, they're getting wide open within seconds. And of course the run game helps when you can establish play action like the Rams love to do. So to me, it's about the offensive line and the defensive line. Yeah, we'll get to Puka and Cooper against the secondary. That's a whole nother thing. But to me, it starts up front. That, that's where the game should start. And if the Lions dominate on both sides of the ball, this game, they'll win no problem. Yes, if the I mean, we expect a big game out of the Lions' offensive line because when they're all together, they pretty much have never not had a big game. The defensive line is a little bit more concerning, but Aiden Hutchinson has obviously had a great year as developing into a superstar. You've got a Lee McNeil who's coming back. James Houston has practiced this week, so that's another one. We may see him out there. We shall see, but I've got a couple of off the beaten path things that I want to talk about when it comes to the Detroit Lions and some keys to the game for them and even for the Los Angeles Rams in some ways. I'm going to name some players and I'm going to ask you what they all have in common. Okay. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Kyron Williams, James Cook, DeAndre Swift, James Conner, Najee Harris, wow. Joe Mixon, Raheem Mostert, Travis Etienne. I'll just tell you guys because those are a lot of names. Those are 10 <laughs> of the top 11 rushing leaders in the NFL. The other one, of course, being our very own David Montgomery. So we know that the Lions have the number two ranked rush defense in the NFL. Yes. But another thing that those guys have in common is none of them have, had, have faced the Lions one time. Or the Lions have not had to face any of them one time. I'm not saying that the Lions run defense is fraudulent. I mean, they shut down Isaiah Pacheco, who probably would have had 1,000 yards if he would have played every game. Same with with Kenneth Walker they shut down Aaron Jones and Tony Pollard was another one who had a thousand yards he's not just not on this list but the Lions completely shut him down pretty much every running game except the Bears and the Ravens the Lions have shut completely down right but Kyron Williams is a little bit of, of a different animal he's the third leading rusher in the NFL despite playing tw only 12 games he led the NFL in rushing yards per game so I'm saying that the the Lions are going to have to face one of the best running backs in the league and I think one of the keys to this game I think we all know that there's a very very good chance that Matthew Stafford will put up some yards that Puka will make some plays that Cooper Cup will make some plays but I think one of the keys to the game is make sure that the Lions if, that the Lions continue to stop the run continue to not let running backs eat and in the case of Kyron Williams when Kyron Williams isn't isn't playing well it's going to be a lot tougher on Matthew Stafford because every quarterback a running game is their best friend so yes this is one of those games where the Lions rush defense has a has a unique challenge but they can prove some things and I'm really excited to see how that plays out another one that I haven't thought about this week but I think will be very very interesting we talk about the Detroit Lions and all of the fantastic rookies that they have and we all would agree that the rookies have been one of the keys to this season along with the second year players and third year players all Brad Holmes draft picks but do you know who else had a hell of a draft class the Los Angeles Rams think about this their first pick, their second overall pick, Steve Avila, played every single snap at left guard for the team. I'm not saying he was a world beater or anything like that, but he was the starting left guard in an offense that is very, very good, both passing, running, and scoring. You got Byron Young, their third round pick, eight sacks, same as Aaron Donald. Kobe Turner, their second third round pick, has nine sacks that led, team, that led the team. Think about this. Their other defensive tackle, a rookie, had more sacks than Aaron Donald. That is a hell of an accomplishment. And oh, by the way, their best rookie of them all, Puka Nakua, a fifth-round pick, has set the all-time rookie receiving yards record. 
So that's amazing. We all know about Gibbs, 945 yards, 10 touchdowns, 5.2 yards per carry. Sam Laporta, phenomenal. Brian Branch, one of the best rookie defensive players. And Jack Campbell, as much as he struggled a bit at the beginning of the year, did end up with 95 tackles, which is second on the team to Alex Anzalone. My point in all that is that neither the Lions nor the Rams would be where they are today without the contributions of their rookies. And I would like to see which rookie class from this year impacts the game more, the Rams or the Lions, because I think that'll actually tell a lot about who wins the football game and we all know playoff primetime games there's a lot of pressure on rookies there's no rookie that has ever been in a position quite like that so I would like to see how both rookies on all the rookies on both sides perform because these teams you don't see this a lot in playoff teams I mean you see it more often nowadays but very rarely do you see playoff teams in which rookies contribute so much right mm -hmm. away. And I think that is going to be a big factor in who wins the game. It's funny because when you really break it down, everyone wants to just talk about Goff versus Stafford. But there are a lot of other key factors in who wins who wins this game. Yeah, you actually, that's a great point you brought up. Uh, didn't even think about it. The rookie class for both teams. It's funny. It's like Brad Holmes works for the Rams. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just, Les Snead is one of the best general managers yeah. in the league. And you see it play out that way. Hoof hearted. It's a great comment, by the way. If the Lions can make the Rams offense one dimensional, I like their chances. An offense that can both run and pass is almost always going to outscore an offense that is just really good at passing. It's very simple, but he's, he's right. It, and Sean McVay. Him and Ben Johnson, it's not the same offensive scheme, but it's a similar philosophy. They want to run the ball. Everything the Rams do starts with Kyron. Everything the Lions want to do starts with their run game. Obviously, their offensive line. Same with the Rams. Their offensive line's actually better than it than it was in the, when they won the Super Bowl. It's better, uh, but I can't just sit here and say, well, you know, they're going to neutralize the Lions' pass rush. No, that doesn't matter. Like you still have to get pressure and you still have to stop the run because Kyron Williams, KG. He's a stud. Yeah, he is. Like 11, 1,200 yards in 12 games. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be – you don't have to crunch numbers for a living. No, those those are pretty impressive numbers. No, he's he's balling this year. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to what this defense is going to give us, man. I think AG is going to scheme this thing up right. We all know they can't stop the pass. Um, not, not anything significant anyway. So expect a lot of big pass plays, but they have to at least limit those. And they have to be good in the red zone. If they don't – uh, hold some of those, uh, you know, uh, scores to three points, then they're going to be in a lot of trouble in this game. So um, I'm just looking forward to what they do. Uh, our run defense has been good all year. We got to lean back. He's healthy. Um, looking forward to what James Houston is going to bring us on that uh, defensive line. So it's going to be real interesting, but definitely uh, you don't you want to limit Kyron Williams and make them one dimensional. Yeah, no question. Uh, Kyron, I think, is is the X factor. I think the Lions, if I had confidence in something they do well, it's the run defense. Because I honestly can't tell you the last time a running back went for 100. It didn't happen this year. The so it would have to be last year at, what, Carolina? The, yeah, the yeah. only singular player that went for well, over 300. 100 yards this year was Justin Fields. And he's a quarterback. And we all know the Lions' problems with mobile quarterbacks. But fortunately, when it comes to Stafford, I know that he can move around in the pocket, but he's definitely not somebody who can really kill you with his, with, with his legs. Their running game is basically Kyron Williams or nobody else. But... It's been damn effective when he's when he's been been on the field. So we'll see. And when, when it comes to some of the uh, rookies that I mentioned for the Los Angeles Rams, I mean Steve Avila, their 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 guard. I think this is going to be a big game for the interior of the defensive line for the for for the for the Lions. I mean, Ali McNeil, if he ever gets matched up against a rookie, as good of a rookie as Steve Avila has been, that's a matchup that he's going to have to win from time to time. And Byron Young and Kobe Turner have combined for 17 sacks. Well, this this Lions offensive line is the best in the NFL, and they 
have kept Jared Goff pretty clean throughout the majority of the season. I think the matchup that we're all worried about is Puka Nakua versus the Lions secondary. No I think it's question. 100% inevitable that Puka Nakua makes some plays. But oh. like I've said many times before, Justin Jefferson made a lot of plays. The Lions were 2-0 against the Vikings. Keenan Allen made a lot of plays. The Lions beat the Chargers. Chris Olave made a lot of plays. The Lions beat the uh, Saints. And then CeeDee Lamb went for 227 yards. And the... Lions lost game. to the Cowboys. <laughs> if you get if you catch my drift, yeah. And I want to read some of these comments and and just because I'm I feel like I'm having some fun today. Why not? Go Spencer B eighty eight. Ben Johnson is nothing like McVay. McVay look made golf look like a competent quarterback for years. <sighs> Have you watched the last two years of Jared Goff? I mean, does that look competent to you? Back to back Pro Bowls. He's second in the league in passing yards and fourth in TDs. He's thirty on the year. I mean, he's having the best stretch of his I'm career. I'm not saying Ben Johnson's better than McVay. I'm just saying to to say that McVay made him look competent, and now he's not. I, you got to watch him the last two years. I think Jared Goff has done a really good job of kind of turning the narrative around. But this game, Sam Flannel, me and you were in lockstep here. This Sunday is prove it. Yeah, prove it. And he's won playoff games, of course. But it, it, with new information, Sam Flannel, you're allowed to change your opinion. Sure, you said it best. And Sunday is new information. This is a playoff environment. This isn't week seven against Minnesota. You know, like <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this yeah. is real. You're at Ford Field. It, the energy is going to be different. And I'm curious to see what kind of Jared we get. And I'm not saying that for statistical reasons. And I'll explain that in a couple of minutes. It has nothing to do with 300 yards and four TDs. It, it doesn't. No, st- I don't care about the stat line. I don't care if they win 3-0. I really don't. I mean, they can, they can win 2-0 and get a safety. I really don't give a shit. Just win the game. Um, but you're going to find out a lot about Jared this Sunday, no doubt about it. Let's go to break. When we come back, we'll get into that conversation. What Jared Goff do you need this weekend? And what kind of Matthew Stafford do you expect this weekend? We'll talk about that that conversation as well. But first, got to hear about our friends from Dispo. Start the year lifted. Visit Dispo Dispensary today for exclusive new deals. Experience Dispo Dispensary, a team that curates an unbelievable atmosphere mixed with fresh inventory from Michigan's largest variety of products. Come through our stores or order on Dispo Dash today. New year, new deals, same plug. Dispo Dispensary, DispoShops.com, your local cannabis plug. Have you ever wondered where all the finest restaurants get their steaks? It's Fairway Packing Company, providing Michigan restaurants, hotels, and casinos with prime beef for over 60 years. But now you can buy these cuts of meat for yourself at the Steak Shop by Fairway Packing Company. Prime Porterhouse, A5 Japanese New York Strip Steak, dry-aged Wagyu Beef Tomahawk. delicious. Get to the steak shop today. Enjoy fine wine, have a private party, and get the finest cuts of meat anywhere. The Steak Shop on Mac Avenue in Gross Point Woods or order online fairwaypacking.com. At Planet Fitness, you can get energy without the judgment. Hi, can you help me with this? You don't know how to use it? This is better. Join now through January 12th for just 24 cents down, $10 a month. Never intimidating. Always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. Join today during the big fitness energy sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, January 12th. Over 50 Metro Detroit locations. 
Join Woodward Sports own Jeff Iafrady, along with special WSN guests, for the most anticipated Lions season in decades. Filled with different surprises and expert analysis. You're not going to want to miss out. Go to our Woodward Sports YouTube channel on Sundays and tune in live from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Dreaming of a new home but feeling the financial pinch? Mark White & Associates, your trusted real estate experts, are here to help. Mark White & his team will pay up to $5,000 of your closing costs. That's right. I said $5,000. Call Mark White & Associates today at 248-290-8242 or visit them at markwhitesells.com. Again, call Mark White today at 248-290-8242 to make your dreams come true. We have breaking news, and this isn't related, but I wanted to just mention it. New new head coach in New England. Really? No, oh, Already? Really? The Patriots have, have promoted Gerard Mayo. Oh. Wow. wow. He'll be the okay. youngest head coach uh, taking over the title. Uh, this is Adam Schefter. That Sean McVay ha- had held since being named to the Rams in 2017. Uh, Mayo is a, a month younger than McVay. Wow. And he was kind of looked at as like a, a head coach yeah. previously. But, man, they're quick. I still remember him on the field. That was, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So I just want to just want to give that away. So there, no Mike Vrabel to New England. He's he's gonna he's gonna go somewhere else. Uh, all right, but let's get into the matchup. Who cares about New England? All right, we're we're done with that. Just wanted <laughs> to mention it. Um, Jared Goff. I know the storyline for a majority of this week has been it's just been dominated with Matthew Stafford this and Matthew Stafford that. And I wanted to spend some time talking about Jared because, and not in a negative way. Uh, because I know we speak a lot, th- this game is big, this game could determine whether you want to move in the future with him, to me, because postseason success is everything. That's what you look for. I mean, you don't think Lamar Jackson, He's he got the extension, but you don't think uh, Ravens fans are going, okay, let's see what you can do in the playoffs. Sure. That's what matters, man. You can't just ball out in the regular season. But Jared, good thing for him, he's won more playoff games than, than Lamar Jackson. Uh, obviously, I don't want to get there. We're not going to go there today. But he's won more. We'll just say that. He's won more playoff games than Lamar Jackson. So he has experience. He's played in the Super Bowl. He's got a ton of experience. And I said this yesterday. It feels a lot better knowing that your quarterback has played in playoff games and has won playoff games this Sunday. You know, it'd be better than having a quarterback that has never played. So you're like, oh, well, what kind of what kind of quarterback are we getting this Sunday? I think I know what kind of quarterback I'm getting from Jared Goff. I, I think I know how he'll play. Because I, I don't think this type of environment phases him. I could be wrong because the Rams storyline, I don't think it'll affect him at all. I just don't. Um, I think he's been he's playing at a high level. He's the most confident he's been, I think, since he's been in Detroit. And um, this Sunday, with the run game, with Amon Ross St. Brown, whether Sam Laporta goes or not, I expect Jared Goff to be efficient, and I expect him not to turn the football over. Those are two things I expect. Uh, like I said, I didn't mention anything. I didn't mention passing yards, yeah, although he's second in the NFL in passing yards uh, to Spencer B., the Rams fan, just mentioning that to you again. I'm not expecting 300 yards. I'm not expecting three TDs. I'm not, I'm not, I, w- I would expect no interceptions. That's what I expect. Sure. No fumbles. That's what I expect. In the playoffs, and this is why I don't have faith in the Browns, and I'm not saying that Flacco's golf, but 
in, with the Browns, turnovers mean significant, uh, significant, uh, significantly more in the playoffs. They just do. Uh, the room for the margin for error, the room for error is is significantly smaller. So if you if you throw an interception, everything just means more. So you can't get away. It's not like you know, like I said, I made the joke about week six against the uh, the Vikings, whatever it is. It, it can't be week eight and you throw a pick and you're like, all right, guys, we'll get the ball back. It, no, this is very different. You win playoff games by playing your best. You can't get away by half-assing it. You just can't, even if you're at home. So for golf, I expect him to be efficient, not turn the football over and just have complete control of this offense. Remember at, at the Chargers when it was uh, uh the, the, there was a it was a passing um passing personnel in the game but then he he checked to a run and then it was a 75-yard run from David Montgomery. Like I expect Goff to just be in full control here. Um and of course Ben Johnson's under the spotlight because his play calling over the last couple of games hasn't been great. Um but he's bounced back a little bit. So Ben Johnson big big game for him. He's going to be looked at for head coaching gig, so it's on him as well. But that's all I expect out of Jared. It's that simple. I know it sounds, well, Jeff, you know, of course you don't want him to throw turnovers or throw interceptions and, and cause turnovers. But it's really as simple as that, Sam. I think if the Lions don't turn the football over, they can win this football game. Because I think they're going to be able to run on the Rams. I do. Because this offensive line, we say this every single week. Look at the Rams' schedule. They have a top 12 run defense. Have they faced an offensive line like this? No. They have not. And that's not me. I say that often, but it's so true. Have they faced a backfield like this? No. They faced good running backs, but this dual tandem, two guys that almost went for 1,000, I think it's going to cause problems for the Rams. So for Jared, I know people don't like the word game manager, but that's kind of what he has to do this weekend. Just manage the game. You know, if you end with a TD, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to come in Monday morning and be like, Jared only threw one TD. I don't give a shit, Sam Flannel. I don't. So just play clean, Jared. That's all I ask of you. That's all I ask. This is going to seem a little off-brand for for myself but I think and Neil Rule has alluded to this that when it comes to this team and even when it comes to Jared Goff and his future there's a lot of pass-fail element to uh to this to this weekend if the Lions win pass if the Lions lose fail and that applies to Jared Goff as well and I understand there are many a scenario where they could where the Lions could win this game and Jared Goff plays poorly or he turns the football over or where Jared Goff plays well but the defense just gives up a ton of yards and touchdowns so, you know Stafford Nakua Cup and maybe Kyron Williams actually gets it going against the Lions there are many scenarios where all of those things can be true but this was after the uh, Chicago Bears game at Chicago when uh, Jared Goff probably had his worst game of the season. I was watching a clip of one Mike Valeni from 97-1, and I actually think that he put it very well, and I agree with some of what he said, and I agree with all of part of what he said. He basically said, if Jared Goff wins a playoff game, pay him, and if Jared Goff does not win a playoff game, you can't pay him. I 100% agree with the latter of that statement, because even if he plays well and they lose, that will mean that the Lions just don't have enough around him, and obviously, we know the Lions with some cap space are going to need to go after maybe a, get a free agent corner or a free agent defensive tackle or something like, like that. That will show me that the Lions team just I know they can get they can develop a little bit and have their rookies or second or third year guys improve but that will just tell me that the Lions just aren't they're, they're not gonna be able to do it with Jared Goff because they might not be able to build the team around him especially if Jared Goff gets an expensive extension but right. if they win then maybe they do have enough 
Maybe if you can get Jared Goff on a cheaper deal or do the whole franchise tag thing. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying that opens up the possibility to Jared Goff being the guy, even if he doesn't play well, because then it will show that the Lions have built and are building a competent enough roster that can cover for a quarterback that does not have a good game. Or maybe... Maybe Jared Goff plays a great game and the Lions win, and a lot of us will have our cold hearts warmed even more to Jared Goff. I just think a lot is on the line for him in terms of his present, his future, all of that. This is the biggest game of Jared Goff's career, even though he has played in a Super Bowl. I think it could help decide his entire fate in Detroit. I know that doesn't sound fair because he's had a couple of very, very nice regular seasons, but what do we talk about? The Lions, their expectations are heightened now. Now you can't just have a great regular season and then go one and done in the playoffs. That's not acceptable anymore. And those are the stakes right now. And nobody will be feeling those more than one Jared Goff. And yeah, it's like Allen Iverson. We talk about practice. Well, we're talking about the regular season yeah that's what we're talking about and it's not like it's completely you know worthless I don't want to make that point point. and if Jared Goff plays well and the defense gives up 40 and they lose it's like okay you're not going to come out on Monday and be like Jared you stink that's not what people are going to do uh, we know what the secondary is it's not great and it doesn't all fall on Goff but he really is the he's what makes this thing go He's the plays the most important position on a top offense. And the offense is going to be the reason why you make a playoff run. We, we make that case all the time. And for this comment, and I want to get you guys' opinion on this. I'll go around the room um, because I think this is interesting. Lucian says, Jeff, I hope we start the game. By the way, what up, Lucian? I don't see you often, but hey, I appreciate you for joining the show. Uh, he says, I hope we start the game by deferring the kick. Stadium will be loud AF. Stafford's nerves will be peaked, and we can get the ball to start the second half. Where are you guys at with that? They win the coin toss. What are you doing? Defer 100%. Okay, I'm with you. 100%. I'm, I just wasn't sure if you're like, well, they should get the ball first. Well, you, I think they should defer. That's, you, that's my opinion. You never want to create a situation where a team has the opportunity to basically steal 14 points without you ever really getting a significant possession. And that is that is what you can do as a football team when you defer. You can score right before the half and you can score on the first possession of the second half. And I don't want to create a situation where kind of like the Michigan-Washington game, and I know it all turned out well for, for Michigan, where it felt like Michigan completely controlled the first half, but they only had a seven-point lead at halftime because they kind of gave away seven points to Washington before the half, and then Washington had an opportunity to come out and tie it. I want a situation where a lead seems safe, a deficit seems like more overcomable, because we all know when it comes to the Lions, their defense may be liable to give up some points no matter what. So yes, 100% you defer every single time. Every single time. Now, you know what, JB, put a poll for me, please. Oh, defer yeah, or take the football? Because I see people going back and, and forth with it, and I'll, I'll give my case on why I think the Lions should defer. A uh, couple of reasons. Number one, if you start on defense, let's say the Rams start on offense and you get a three and out. What that type of momentum, I don't think people understand how that's that's extremely important because then you get the ball. And by the way, you get the ball coming out of halftime. So it's the same thing Neil Roll brings up, and he's 100% correct with this. How you win games and, and what gives you a significant advantage is scoring before halftime than getting the football back. So for me, I would much rather have it play out that way, even if the Rams go down and score. At least the crowd, while the Rams are going down the field, they're going to be right off the bat in it. Anzalone already talked about it. Drown this place out when they're in the huddle. It, get, it gets the crowd into it right away. And then when the, when the Lions get the football, they have a chance to answer. If you start with the football and you go three and out, mm. and the Rams get the football and they score, now, we're get, now the crowd's like, shit. 
Well, and this ain't good. And you're thinking, I, you know, you'd rather I would rather defer right away. Well, now you're playing catch up. Well, now you're, yeah, and you're already know. and at that point you're already thinking in the back of your mind, oh snap! I really hope that the Lions aren't down at halftime because if the Lions are down at halftime, even if it's three points or something like that, the Lions could theoretically get the ball first and then at, 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 they would get the ball first at the beginning of the third quarter and they could extend it to a ten point lead. Whereas if the Lions have a three point deficit at halftime, they could and they defer, they could get the ball first and then take the lead it's just to me that is always the strategy I understand wanting your best unit on the field first and already get to the point where they're playing from ahead the whole game it's just to me the risk is too much if the Lions don't score I mean think about it this is the first home playoff game in 30 years and it's on Sunday night football at home even if you're a veteran like Jared Goff you might have some jitters it might be a little bit of just a, a weird start to a game. So I would definitely defer. Make Matthew Stafford feel the jitters first because he is going to yes. be feeling the hell from 60-plus thousand people. That's kind of mm -hmm. raw, Matt, too. I want to get KG and JB's opinion on this. I, I just think if the crowd's juiced up, like, release the crack and give the Rams <laughs> offense out there and let these people just drown out noise for them. Yeah. Like, because they're going to be fired up. The, if the Lions, and I don't have a If Dan says, hey, I want the ball first, okay. I just would prefer they defer. That's where I'm at. I feel you. Normally, I would agree with y'all. Absolutely. But in this case, you put the offense out there to me. You take the ball. Oh, wow. You go put up points on the board. And you put the Rams in a pressure situation off the rip. And that's fair. Yeah, because I can see if the Rams had a dominant defense, then maybe you you absolutely defer. But in this case, the Lions offense, I feel like they're, they're humming. Um, I feel like they can get down the field. Even if you put up three that's okay but if you put up seven and then the rams have to go on defense that first drive in a rabbit forward field that can be like that could speak volumes to what the you know the, the pace of the game will be so to me um in this game you got to put your best unit on the field live and die um on that offensive line and, and see what golf's got out the gate yeah i actually don't hate that at all like i, I don't know if there's a wrong answer it's more about just preference because cage makes a great point jb where are you at with it yeah, exactly. I wasn't expecting that from KG, but I mean, he makes a good point as well, too. And I mean, if we're talking about Dan Campbell, he is the aggressor here. So he might actually want to take the football. But if I win the coin toss, I'm going to defer. I want the ball at the beginning of the <laughs> second half. Sit here and let Fordfield be as rowdy and as crazy as they can. Make Stafford feel uncomfortable as soon as he gets into the huddle like Anzalone and everyone from the Lions have been trying to get this entire fan base to do. Just make him feel so uncomfortable and see what the Rams have out there for offense first. Let, let them see. Let us see what they are going to put out there. And afterwards, okay, then now we, we get the ball back and then it's our turn to show you all that, hey, Stafford, this is not your home anymore. Yeah. Uh, Jake says, I don't give a piss about nothing but the pride. Hey. He's right. Damn right. Uh, Jake, <laughs> Jake is spot on. Uh, Booner says, if you take the ball and you don't score, <laughs> how do you respond? <laughs> Uh, if you <laughs> I love that. Booner says, if you take the ball and you don't score, how do you respond? If you defer in the Rams score, you still have a chance to respond and it still set the tone. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it, whatever side drawn. I, I still would rather defer just for the reasons I kind of laid out. I just, I, I think it's a nightmare scenario if you get the ball first and, and just go three and out. Like, Ooh, and Michigan was able to get it done yeah. against Alabama. Uh, but this is, I don't know. It doesn't always happen. I just want the ball to start the second half. I do. But it doesn't matter. Let's go to break. I want to tell you guys about a certain X Factor. I already mentioned it. If you heard it, you know who it is. If you're just tuning in, you're going to find out who it is. There's a guy that isn't being talked about enough on Sunday that has played in these type of games. 
not in the NFL level, but at the college level. And I think he'll be a, a huge, huge X factor on Sunday. And I'll break it down for you why I believe that. And I'll ask Sam, who's his X factor? Who, do, who needs to show up on Sunday? And maybe we'll go offensively and defensively. But first, we got to hear about our friends from Guardian Alarm. It's a new year. Let Guardian Alarm offer you customized solutions from real experts. Our professional technicians take the time to recommend security and automation solutions specific to your needs. 24-7 professional monitoring. Call us anytime, day or night, and know that a Guardian team member will stay on the phone as long as as needed technology backed by people your safety and security deserves technology that's been proven to work and people have been proven to care call 1-800-STAY-OUT that's 1-800-STAY-OUT guardian alarm your local Stay the security hell out, Stafford. experts not with the pride at work and at home we're there with smarter security solutions featuring complete automation with customized alerts and more for over 90 years we've been the company that's been counted on to protect what matters most all with personalized service and care right now for a limited time receive a free video device plus free installation with a new home system guardian alarm we protect michigan Now, coming to Woodward Sports, Woodward and Main Street, the Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions Show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and woodwardsports.com. For over 60 years, and no, I'm not talking about the Lions. I'm talking about Fairway Packing. Fairway Packing goes provided Michigan's finest restaurants, hotels, and casinos with prime beef, Wagyu beef, and dry-aged beef. Experience the Fairway difference for yourself today. Visit the steak shop in Girls Point Woods for grab-and-go steaks. If you're staying at home, you're watching the Lions playoff game, get some steaks. Why not? Cook up some steaks with the fam, with some buddies of yours, maybe some females. Hey. I don't know what you're indulging in. Okay. Cook up some steaks and then watch the game. Why not? Get it get it at Fairway or you can order online at fairwaypacking.com. We're back. It's the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Talking Lions, Rams, playoff game this Sunday. Big one for both teams. More mm. so for the Lions, though. And I want to give you my X factor in this ball game. And I think the easy one would be, well, you know, you, you can go with a Frank Ragnow matching up with Eric Donald. You can go with an Ahmed Ross St. Brown. But to me, an X factor could be the difference. You know, the, the little extra you get from, from a player that can just change the game. And we'll see if Sam Laporta plays. I, I don't know if he will or not. It look, he, he's been getting some run at practice. It looks optimistic um, for him to be able to play on Sunday. But I will say, the X factor on the, on the Lions offense is absolutely Jameson Williams. Because of what he can do stretching the field. Go, you can score within two plays with him. One play. Uh, he is an explosive player. And this is a guy that has been heating up at the right time. I know he missed the last game due to injury, but before that, the targets went up, the catches went up, the, the yards have went up. It seems like he's now getting in a groove at the perfect time. And this is a player that, in college, at Alabama, was put on the map because of how he played in the college football playoff. 
how he played against the the Georgia Bulldog defense, which is the closest defense at that level to an NFL defense, and he picked them apart. I actually got hurt in the national championship game. But this is a guy that has been in big moments and has played well in big moments. And I think Jamison Williams this Sunday is going to be a guy the Rams are going to account for. But the Rams secondary, and they might be out, they might, Fuller might miss Sunday's game. And he's a big part of who they, who they are uh, in the secondary, by the way, Brad Holmes helped draft him. Funny story there. But regardless, the secondary is their weak spot for the Rams. Same with the Lions. So for J-Mo, there, there will be some big plays that can open up downfield. And even not even downfield, but just short, intermediate, whatever it is. I think Jamison could be an, a significant X factor because you look at opposing defenses. If I'm the Rams, if I'm Raheem Morris, I'm coming into this game going, okay, St. Brown is unquestionably, uh, unquestioned their number one receiver. He's going to get 10, 12 targets. We have to find a way to slow him down and contain him. What does that do? Open up plays for Sam Laporta, for Jamison Williams. And I don't think, you know, Sam, he's not going to be at 100%. He might be out there. But J-Mo could be the difference. He absolutely could be the difference. And this Sunday, yes, there's a Josh Reynolds. He, of course, he needs to make some plays. He would be nice to have as well out there. He's catching first downs every play. It'd be nice if he, if he came back and had a resurgence uh, like he's been doing. You have a, a Cleve Raymond who's questionable, a DPJ that could go out and show something. But to me, it starts with J-Mo on offense. Yes, the run game's important, but in the passing game, J-Mo could be the difference because this game to me will be a one-score game. He could account for a score in one play. So to me, he's he's the biggest X factor on offense. All right, offensively, I really hate to do this, but you can't think of it. Jamison Williams is this version of Jamison Williams on this team going into this game is the dictionary definition of the term X factor because he's one of those players that we've seen him take the top off of a defense a couple of times. We've seen him make a few big plays. I mean, for touchdowns, that 63-yarder against Dallas, absolutely phenomenal. But just like the year before, this year he's obviously done more. He hasn't put up great numbers, and he did miss some games. So if you're the defensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams, I understand that you still have to key in on Jamison Williams, but you might be more focused on a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown or maybe even Sam Laporta right. now, who, the, who may play, and the Lions are kind of being non-committal. So obviously, as the Rams, you have to uh, you have to game plan. And, as, and, and of course, if you're the Rams, you want to stop the run, too. You want to limit Jameer Gibbs. You want to limit J David Montgomery. But Jamison Williams, he's a guy that on one play could kill you for a touchdown. And you already mentioned it. The Rams secondary is not their strength. And one of those guys is going to have to guard Amon Ross St. Brown. So whoever their, their, uh, their other corner is, is going to have to be matched up with Jamison Williams from time to time. I think this is a game that is prime for maybe a 40-plus yard touchdown for J-Mo. Yes. Just because he's done... He's, he hasn't done enough to be considered someone that you absolutely have to key on. If you're like a casual defensive coordinator, which I don't think any of them are, but you, you, you understand what I'm saying. There are more important fish to fry, at least you think. But he has the talent to completely wreck a game offensively. And I think that for that reason, Jamison Williams, when you look up X-Factor in the dictionary, that is the guy. And I don't think there really is another another answer for this one. Because no other player on the Lions, besides, of course, the, the, the top ones like Amon Ra and David Montgomery, Shamir Gibbs, Sam Laporta, all of that, can affect a game quite like J-Mo, especially with one touch. Yes, and, and not worried. Reverses or end around to Jameis Williams gives you two things. One, not ch no chance of an interception, and two, a chance of a big play. You guys are cooking today. The audience is on one. They even, they did their prep, <laughs> They're too. One today. Uh, yeah, not worried. I, you're, that's spot on. I have nothing to add to that. Um, and and I, I'm, I'm glad you see the same way I do, Sam, with J-Mo. 
just because it's not just downfield KG and JB, it's yak. Yeah. Which Amara St. Brown, by the way, leads the NFL in yards after catch. But Jamison is another one of those guys. And they, yeah. I think they got Quinton Lake at corner. He's going to be guarding Amara St. Brown. PFF-wise, he's their best corner, and he's the 34th-ranked corner in the NFL. Of course I know that because, you know, I'm, nope. I'm flannel Sam, but yeah. <laughs> Quentin Lake. He's going to drown on Sunday, I'll tell you that. <laughs> drown in his own last name. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he, that's no, barbecue chicken. No, I'll no. say it right now. Now, Akello, I think they got Akello Witherspoon, who's their yeah. other corner. Yeah, he's had an okay season, but he can't deal with J-Mo. He's going to get this work. Yeah. That's what he's going to do. KG. Absolutely. What do you, th what do you think about um, uh, Jameis Williams? The conversation yeah, he's there. absolutely the X factor. And like Sam said, one play is all it takes. Um, he can have one play that can absolutely flip the game on its head. Um, he's been getting better and better as the season's gone on. You're starting to see him as more of a complete receiver at this point. Yep. Um, being able to, to catch the short routes as well as the long routes. Um, I look for him to, to have an impact in this game. They need to go to him um, and utilize that speed because otherwise, what did you draft him for? Right. This is the moment that you would want to utilize that type of game changing speed so i just i hope ben johnson has some some plays in his bag for jmo that we haven't seen all year um and yeah man jmo I, I expect him to have a good game in this one but we'll see jb i'm hoping jmo has a really good game because i mean obviously he can hit those home run balls whenever he can but Jared Goff has to be able to hit him in stride. That's, that, fair. that's the biggest thing right here. Big facts. This is the big thing that uh, and not just that, but look for him. But like, yeah, just just look throw the for football him at, him. at times as well too. I feel like Jared Goff's getting a little bit more comfortable with J-Mo being out there on the field, and J-Mo is going to do as much as he can in any way. As Kenji said, he will catch the short passes, he'll catch the deep balls. He's out there blocking. But I feel like Goff and J-Mo's relationship needs to be like a Tua Tyreek thing. Just throw it up there. You know he's going <laughs> to come down with it somehow, some way. And, hey, the rest is history. Uh, Freddie fell through on three. Says, late to the party this morning. What up, though, every, uh, everybody? What Welcome, Freddie. Appreciate Welcome you for joining Freddy. the show. We, we got a lot up. of love for you. Um, let's see. Um... People kind of chiming into the JMO thing. BigCon51. JMO is the X Factor. I think we use him way more than we have like our own little secret weapon. There you go. And I saw a question, and I don't know who asked it. Uh, Ransom. At Jeff, does Ben Johnson open up the playbook? I think there's a lot of things that we have not seen yet. Yeah. That I think he's been saving. You have to think like that as any offensive coordinator. You got to be like, hey, let, we, we're going to make the playoffs. So let's... Let's keep some of these these tricks in the bag for a little bit, and we'll we'll pull them out against the Rams or any playoff team. So yes, I do think you'll see some things where you're like, "What? I don't remember this." I think Ben Johnson's going to be cooking on Sunday. I do. Let's uh, let's go to break. We'll get in Micro Mike. We'll ask him about the game. We'll get his thoughts on some of the things we kind of talked about today. All that and more. Who doesn't like Micro Mike, man? He's 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 the goat. Uh, first though, got to tell you about our friends over at Big Boy. Wintertime in Detroit is always better with comfort foods from Big Boy. Try uh, their new Southern Comfort Chicken Bowl. You can get breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. No matter what it is, you can get it over at Big Boy. Top it all off with a new gingerbread shake for dessert. Stop by at your local Big Boy today. Savor the heart of home at Big Boy with our all-new down-home comfort dishes. Feast on homestyle goodness with our Southern Comfort Chicken Bowl, veal parmigiana, and apple pie hotcakes. The down-home delight doesn't stop there. Potato pancakes are back. Dive into the richness of our perfectly crafted potatoes with our classic potato pancakes and our stuffed potato pancakes. Top off your meal with our new gingerbread shake, a seamless blend of creamy vanilla and sweet gingerbread flavors. Nothing beats the comforting taste of down-home cooking. Enjoy every bite, only a big boy.
Stop searching for a vehicle and start finding one. Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac makes it easy. We harness the power of multiple dealerships and own the biggest selection of GM brands in the area to get you the car you need. With the Les Stanford Group, you'll have access to four different dealerships, providing you with more makes, more models, and more choices. We're connected to more than 1,000 vehicles, and with so many high-quality CPO vehicles available, you'll find new car quality at pre-owned prices. You can start and end your search at lesstanford.com today. RIP to the same old Lions. A big thanks to Sheila, Brad, and Dan for putting that to rest. But guess what else has also been put in the grave? It's the same old rock, paper, scissors. Jack Labrador has revolutionized that tired game with two new symbols and a franchise-changing three-point play. They also added a game you could play online against a CPU. It's not just the deck of cards, which you could purchase right above, and you could play with your friends, a drinking game, friends, like I said, or female, or male. Am I judging? But can also go online and play against a CPU. I did it. It's a lot of fun. I was playing for like 45 minutes. They, they drew me in, and it was hard for me to come out of it. It was a lot of fun. Um, you could check it out as well. www.jacklabrador.gg. Check it out. Or, like I said, scan the QR code above and get your deck of cards. Welcome back to the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. We have a very special guest joining the show. Micro Mike. Uh, Lions Talk by Chat Sports, the legend. Mike, welcome to the show. I know you're fired up just as much as we are, but I just want your feeling on this Friday. It's a playoff game on Sunday. Matthew Stafford, how you feeling this morning, Mike? Feeling really anxious and good at the same time. Super excited for the game on Sunday. And I cannot wait to see this team play in primetime Sunday night football and beat the Matthew Stafford-led Rams that'd just be absolutely glorious so oh hurry up Sunday night yeah I know I'm, I'm in the same ballpark as you I want to ask you just some of the problems this Rams team can pose you look at their defensive line rookies are producing you got uh Kobe Turner uh, uh Byron Young two guys that have combined for 17 sacks as rookies for the Rams what, what what's the matchup to you the Lions offense versus Rams defense because to me Mike this game could easily be a shootout I think both defenses are going to struggle to stop the opposing offense um, but what, what's your what's your kind of uh, perspective on the matchup there for the Lions it always stems for the Detroit Lions offensive line can yep. they hold back the Rams I mean this is why we drafted Panay Sewell that's why we got Frank Rag now and Taylor Decker and everybody else is for big games like this Aaron Donald he's going to be in there trying to wreak some havoc for the Rams getting to Jared Goff they know Jared Goff very well if you can rattle him they can get to him so that's the matchup that I'm looking at from an offensive line standpoint and for the Detroit Lions defensive line it's the same thing we know we can rattle Stafford. We got to get the blitz. We got to get home. Mike, I want to go to the run game because the obviously Kyron Williams of the Rams is having a great year. Are there any concerns with him if you're the Detroit Lions, or is it going to be as simple as the Lions have stopped the run every game? They're just going to do it again. I'm hoping so that what you just said there 
that the Lions been stopping everybody, that they can stop again. That's what I want to see. It was a little bit of hiccup last week, but at the same time, John Kaminsky wasn't in there, so maybe that's an effect. We know the Kaminsky effect. But I think the Detroit Lions are the second-best run defense in the NFL, and I think that they're going to continue to do that in this game. It's stop the run, force the team to pass. We've been seeing it forever now and Nick Mullins put 400 yards twice basically and that's the philosophy I feel like Aaron Glenn is doing right now we're going to stop the run force you to be one dimensional and hopefully we can get a couple picks in here so I do think the Lions can focus on stopping Williams now for Jared Goff and you know all week you've heard the Stafford this the Stafford that you're not aware, allowed to wear Stafford jerseys in the, in the stadium which should just be obvious Mike in my opinion <laughs> I don't think it should be clarified just don't wear it damn Stafford jersey or a Jameson Williams jersey uh but what, what's your thoughts on the game for Jared I because he's he's quiet about it he spoke a little bit about his relationship now with, with Sean McVay and how obviously he's motivated to take on his former team the one that gave up on him but how big of a game is this for Jared because for me Mike I, I don't it, it's not about a stat line for me I'm not expecting 300 yards three TD I don't give a damn he could have he could be 16 of 21 for 200 yards in a TD Mike and I would be fine with it I think for Jared the number one thing for me is no turnovers play clean but where are you at with Jared Goff on Sunday how big of a game is this for him to kind of cement himself as the franchise quarterback with an extension kind of looming Simple solution first about the Stafford jersey. Just take duct tape and put Williams in the very there back. There you of go. It. Saved you a lot of money, folks, and you can still represent uh, <laughs> our Detroit Lions there for sure. When it comes to Jared Goff, I don't care about the stat line in this game. This the reason we brought Jared Goff in here is he is a winner. I remember when Dan Campbell brought him, and he said he wins. All he does is win in big games like this. Look, the stats could stuck th- suck throughout the whole game. But if you get that critical fourth down like we've seen on multiple multiple times, Kansas City, seen at Green Bay last year, you do that and win the game, I'm going to be happy. So be calm in the most critical moments in this game. You understand you've been to a big game. You've been to the Super Bowl. Just relax down, distribute the football. We should be good to go offensively, and Jared Goff should get a win over his former team. Speaking of calm in critical moments, one of the things that both of these teams have in common is that their rookie classes have been excellent and some of their biggest contributors on both teams have been rookies. I don't think either team is quite where they are without the contributions of rookies. Which team's rookies will outperform the other? Will it be the Lions or the Rams? What a a good question right there. You look at Puka Nakua, he's having a phenomenal year right now their defensive line smith Uh, they're all having a good line over there for the rams and so for the detroit lions got to get our guys here is there a problem going on oh no we're good okay (laughs) so for our guys here look i think if laporta plays brian branch does his thing i think the lions rookies really excelled this team to the next level and i I would take the lions rookies because i am biased as well yeah, Mike, I don't think I, – I pray to the man in this city that picks the Rams. I just don't see it. You know, a lot of national yeah. media's picked the Rams. I see Mike Florio, Chris Sims, NFL Network's picking the Rams. It just feels like, hey, it's the Rams, the Lions. Ah, same old Lions. They're going to lose this football game. I, for me, the X factor of this game on offense, and I mentioned it's Jamison Williams. Uh, I think Jamison, with how he's been playing to end the season – I know he missed the last game with an ankle injury, uh, but for Jamison – he could be the difference. You know this Rams defense, Raheem Morris, is looking at St. Brown like, hey, we, we got to limit him. He's, he's what makes this thing go on offense, especially if there's no Sam Laporta. Where are you at with Jamison, and how much of an impact could he have if, hey, he comes out and has a big game? Because, Mike, 
He's had some of his bigger games in his career at the collegiate level in the college football playoffs. So big stage, JMO showed up. Yeah, and look, Jamison Williams is being used on multiple facets. It's not just go route anymore. It's also taking slants, getting first downs, hard catches for maybe 11 yards. So even if it's not one of those gigantic plays, those touchdown plays, the play action, 40-yard bomb, if he gets crucial third downs or big plays of 15-plus yards that the drive continues, that is his importance to this team. He gets open and catches the football for getting first downs. Look, I love those big bombs, but in a game like this, you need to have long, sustained drives. I'd love to keep Stafford on the sideline, and I think that's how you can use Jamison Williams as well. Mike, I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball. Do you expect, I know he's had a lot of great games over the past two years, but the playoffs is different. Do you expect a legacy-type game from Aiden Hutchinson? Oh, man. Look, I call him Aiden Clutchinson for a reason. I don't know about (laughs) a a legacy a legacy game, but I expect him to make at least one big clutch sack in this game. We've seen it with Justin Fields, right? The sack fumble out of the end zone. See a situation where maybe it's the last drive. Stafford's got the football. You got to sack the quarterback to get the clock to keep moving, losing yards in that last drive. And I can see Aiden Clutchinson getting that sack and helping the Lions to a victory. And I want to ask, too, how much of an impact does a guy like a C.J. Garner-Johnson make because of his playoff experience? He's played in a ton of playoff games. He's played in a Super Bowl. Where are you at with that? To me, at least, and I would assume, Mike, because me and you are in lockstep for a lot of things, that I'm not too concerned with the lack of experience. This team has shown up in primetime games. And I made the case yesterday that people don't think about this, but the Rams' average age on the roster, Lions are actually a little bit older. So people assume that this Rams team is the same team that went to the Super Bowl. with. There's a lot of young players on the Rams. So the whole inexperience thing, Mike, I don't think it will be as much of a factor as people think it will be. Just a couple questions ago, I was asked about the rookies impacting for the Rams compared to the Detroit Lions. They're a young team as well. I understand Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl, but Jared Goff also went to a Super Bowl. He's been in multiple playoff games. Dan Campbell is part of the New Orleans Saints, so he's had that experience. There's experience here like C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I think it's invaluable when you have a guy like that who can at least communicate, calm the players down in the secondary that he's with. That's very important. You see yesterday how he's interviewing. He's like, we haven't won anything. We need to get more banners. You know, this is something that (laughs) we've got to do. So he can calm these players down and elevate their game because it needs to be higher for the playoffs. need to intensify. But I think he is a a good, cool, calm, collective head for these young guys to not go too off good or bad for the game on Sunday night. And I made this case early in the season. It was really after the Kansas City game when they were coming back to Ford Field to face Seattle. And my argument was... I think Ford Field, although there hasn't been success at Ford Field yet, could be could rival the best home field advantage in the NFL. And the reason my reasons for that was because of how starved this fan base was. Like that matters. Like yes, winning helps when you're in an organization that wins a lot. Obviously fans are going to show up, but th- Mike, this is standing room only. Like th- this I-, I don't think people outside of Detroit understand what kind of advantage Ford Field's going to be on Sunday. I think it'll be the loudest it's ever been in the history since Ford Field was built back in, what, 2002. What are your thoughts on just the environment the Rams are walking into? Because I think we're going to see some false start penalties. I do. 
Oh man, they're look, they're walking into a disaster full of axes and saws because it's gonna be <laughs> crazy at Ford Field on Sunday night. I look, if you've been to Ford Field, you know it gets really loud. Now imagine it not having a playoff game ever at Ford Field after thirty years. Everyone in there is gonna explode their vocal cords, ears are gonna be popping, it's gonna be glorious. I don't I don't even know if Stafford knows what he's walking no. into and he was here 12 years this is going to be crazy crazy loud it's going to be a fun environment if you got little kids get some earmuffs and just to ask you to close it off here and i know you'll be doing content about the game itself and you have been you'll give you you know give out your game predictions but i want to ask you how do you see the game playing out and if you don't want to give it away that's fine but give me a score prediction for you mike for this weekend Got the Lions getting a win here, 33-30. I think the Lions win the game. With that said, when I say 33-30, I mean that maybe Stafford and them get a, a late touchdown to make it look a little bit closer. I just think all the momentum, all the anger is on Detroit's side, and I love that the media keeps putting the Lions down. I feel like they're going to get a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of spice in that game on Sunday night because everybody keeps doubting Detroit. Yeah, no question. Thanks, Mike, for joining the show. Thank Hopefully you, we can talk to you again. It'll be celebrating a playoff win. You could find Mike. Yes. If you don't know who he is, you might be living under a rock. Alliance Talk by Chad Sports. Find him on YouTube. Appreciate you, Mike. Take care, man. Thank you, Mike. Hey, rocks are good too, man. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is right. He's not wrong there. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we'll get into just around the NFL. We'll give out our pickums. We'll pick winners and losers. And we'll talk more about why the NFL scripted. Like this makes what are you what are we doing here? Tyreek Hill at Arrowhead. McCarthy welcoming his former team he coached and won a Super Bowl with. And now we have Matthew Stafford returning back to Ford Field. This this is all on purpose. This is all with intent. Like, you just can't. You can't make this up. We'll give out our winners when we come back. First, though, got to hear about our friends from Swiss Insurance. Do you have football on the brain? Of course you do. With Michigan coming off their big national championship win and with the Lions having a home, field, home playoff game at Ford Field for the first time ever, why not celebrate by shopping your home and auto insurance? Shop it like a pro with Swiss Insurance. They cover Wilbur Sports Network, and they should be covering you too. Ask for Market Swiss Insurance today at SwissINS.com or call 248-800-4177. Again, that is 248-800-4177. 4177 Swiss Insurance. At Planet Fitness, you can get energy without the judgment. Hi, can you help me with this? You don't know how to use it? <laughs> <laughs> this is better. Join now through January 12th for just 24 cents down, $10 a month. Never intimidating. Always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. Join today during the Big Fitness Energy Sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, January 12th. Over 50 Metro Detroit locations. Woodward Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool-Aid sipping celebrations. Want to miss it? Join Maz, Dick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. We've just received word the world's cannabis supply has vanished. The public is outraged and has taken to the streets in response to this tragedy. The individual responsible acted alone, and we can only hope they will make things right soon.
Ah, you know it's the wild card weekend. So you know Glorious Cannabis has their new official Honolulu Blue Bubble Hash Infused Pre-Roll. You gotta go and grab one of these. You gotta go and check these out. It's a gassy, aggressive strain Ooh. name in honor of our Detroit football team. Go to a Dispro dispensary near you to grab one or check them out online for deals at GloriousCanna.com. We're back. It's the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. If you're watching, thank you. If you could do us a favor, hit the like button on the stream. It does help the network, helps the show, kind of pushes it out there and kind of helps it in the algorithm. Also, if you miss the show, you can always go back, rewind, fast forward, whatever you want to do on any podcast platform, wherever you get your podcast. Morning Woodward Show, leave a five-star review. Let's get it. Let's, let's get into this now. We'll give out our, our winners and losers for this weekend. And... I know people are chiming in. I want to read some of these comments. Uh, Matthew Thomas, Stafford knows he owes the Lions. We handed him to a Super Bowl-ready team. He throws a pick to Branch to seal the Lions' victory, 31-27. Matt says, uh, we better be loud in Ford Field. And uh, Dr. Detroit says they did make it up with with the ref call. Uh, Okay, let's, let's let's get into these picks for this weekend. Okay, we'll start off. First one, KJ, you can drop a little beat here. Let's get into it. I got you. Cleveland visiting Houston. Joe Flacco, C.J. Stroud, the rookie on a big stage. You know what I'm smelling? What are you smelling? I'm smelling a Texans win. Ooh. Okay. I told you guys yesterday, I don't believe in this Joe Flacco experiment. I don't. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. I just think Joe Flacco, the turnover. Look at look at the polar opposite. It, it, the polar opposite at quarterback. Joe Flacco. Throws a bit, at least a pick every game. C.J. Stroud has five on the season. <laughs> He's efficient. And I think Nico, you know, although Cleveland's defense is a hell of a matchup, that's going to be, Miles Garrett could easily wreck this game. I'm going with Houston. I am. Ooh. I'm going with Houston. Give me Houston to win this game and upset the, the Browns. I think people are all riding the Browns right now. They're going on the road. NRG Stadium. I'm going on upset alert. Give me me the Texans. I have got the Cleveland Browns winning this one. And for one major reason, the Cleveland Browns have the number one pass defense in the NFL. And I think Miles Garrett will get constant pressure on C.J. Stroud. And I think C.J. Stroud might throw one, maybe one or two, to, uh, to to a Brown defensive back. So for that reason alone, and also given the fact that C.J. Stroud is a rookie, I'm not saying that he's not poised. I'm not saying that he's not going to have a good game. I just think this Cleveland Browns defense presents unique challenges that can rattle a rookie quarterback. So give me the Browns, and I think they'll score enough, obviously led by Joe Flacco and Mark. Cooper, David, and Joku. Browns win this one to me. And Eric says they've already played once. Cleveland won 36-22, but that was with Davis Mills, not Shroud. Yeah, he was hurt that game. I think he had the concussion. So that game, I'm... The defense, though, would be the reason why they win that game. But I'm going Texans, going Browns. KG, talk to me. What do you got? Yeah, Sam said it perfect. Um, I got the Browns winning this one. Um, The defense is just too dominant. And I haven't seen C.J. Stroud against a defense like this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they won, though. But I got to go with the experience. I think Flacco, being an experienced quarterback, he can lead uh, that team. All they need is subpar quarterback play. And the defense will do the rest. Give me the Browns. And Denzel Ward just injured his knee in practice. Ooh. Damn, go Collins. Your guy, Sam Parr. Hey, thousand yarder. JB, talk to me. Who do you got? Well, since I have the postseason script here, I am going <laughs> with the Cleveland Browns. Damn it, JB. You spoiled I, I, it. I know. I, I've got That's, the script got here. That, got that script, too. Yeah, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, and I'll explain that a little bit more later. But I don't, I don't think I'm done with the whole Joe Flacco experiment. I, I still have confidence in him. 
he still has you know a super bowl appearance and i don't and know i think this moment might just be a little too big for uh demarco ryan's coaching and cj stroud so give me the cleveland browns i'm on an island with the texans let's go all right moving on next game miami visiting kansas city here we go tyree kill back at arrowhead i think it's gonna be one of the coldest games ever at arrowhead yeah so like you know where i point to this game's gonna be it's gonna be who runs the ball more efficiently because I, I this miami offense thrives in miami weather but they don't everywhere else and these conditions i think favor the kansas city chiefs i do because isaiah pacheco because they they can run the football I think Travis Kelsey, although he's looked pedestrian to end the season, I think he has a little bit of a resurgence here. Miami, their defense is one of the worst coming into the playoffs because of all the injuries they sustained. I think it's going to catch up to him. Give me Kansas City to win this one at home. Yeah, I've got Kansas City winning this one. And furthermore, I've got the Dolphins scoring more, no more than 14 points just because it's, my, it's Miami going into Kansas City, going into a uh, negative wind chill, like a negative in the 20s or something like that. It's going to be, they're going to have too much trouble. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs defense will overwhelm the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins will be able to run the ball as effectively as they did for most of the year. And I think especially with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to have a lot more time to throw because the Dolphins top three pass rushers are out for the game. So that you you couldn't ask for a more, I would say, favorable matchup with that when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think they'll be able to run the ball effectively and they're used to playing in cold weather and in playoff games. Give me the Chiefs and I don't think it's going to be particularly close. Again, the Dolphins can run the ball, KG. I just, I just... They can. That, it's really the defense I'm worried about. Right. It, it truly is. And then you have Kansas City's defense. They're playing one of the best in the league. But where, where are you at with the As much as I want to pick Miami, man, I just don't see how they win this game yeah. in Arrowhead. Um, they literally do not play well in anything other than 85 and sunny. Um, so give me uh, the Chiefs setting them up for a next round exit. So JB? <laughs> I like that. Uh, I got to roll with sam's kc chiefs on this one the the dolphins do not play well in these cold type of weathers and also jalen waddles and raheem moser are still on the injury report so they're questionable to play on sunday i i don't have any faith in in tua in this type of environment and it sucks because i really was rooting for the dolphins this year but yeah. it, it's sad sorry mike daniels yeah, I just think Kansas City is the better team up front, offensively and defensively. Better defensive line, better offensive line. I think it's going to play out in the, what, negative 20, negative 30 mm. wind chill. Like that. <laughs> Insane. I mean, nobody's going to thrive in that weather. Like that. But at least Kansas City's they've played in some cold games, postseason games, and specifically Patrick Mahomes. Let's move on to the next one. We all rolling with the Chiefs here. Uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. <laughs> Same which one? Easy. Yeah, I mean. Anyone going to make a case for the Steelers? Nope. No. Nope. Buffalo okay. drops a bomb. All I would say is never trust a double-digit spread in the NFL, especially in the playoffs. But I think I, I the could, Bills ultimately win. I, I could see the Steelers maybe covering, but they don't have T.J. Watt. Yeah. So I think that's that's like he's the MVP of that football team. Yeah. Like he makes, the, he makes them go, especially defensively. I, without T.J., this could get ugly. And both things can I, we'll see. Both things can be true. Mason Rudolph, believe it or not, saved the season for the Steelers. That is indisputable at this point. Mm -hmm. But also, if you're the Buffalo Bills defense, especially given the fact that they have a lot of good players and they've had they performed very well this year, you're thinking it's Mason Rudolph. We're not going down to Mason Rudolph, especially at home. <laughs> I think the Bills win this game by at least 17. Now, you know what's funny? And I brought this up during the break, and I want to get the people uh, th their kind of perspective on this because this is crazy. Cleveland at Houston, ESPN says ticket 
tickets as low as $81. Miami at Kansas City, tickets as low as $53. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, tickets as low as $103. Green Bay at Dallas, tickets as low as $77. And then you have the Rams at Lions, tickets as low as $372. <laughs> I guess our fans are just My <laughs> God! And then you have Philly at Tampa, tickets as low as $100. That is, that is crazy. Uh, Easy says, kind of gross. They made it in over the Jags. Yeah, well, the Jags collapsed. So, hey, that's an L on me. I I picked them to specifically beat your, I I said this before verbatim, to pick, to beat your Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. And, uh, yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't play out that way. Didn't even make the playoffs. All right, moving on. Uh, Green Bay at Dallas. I'm smelling something, Sam. Oh, okay. I think Green Bay could. Not only give them some problems, they could upset the Cowboys. What are you picking? Give me the Cowboys. Ah, okay. <laughs> exactly. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. No. Okay, but hold, hold on. Cowboys win by the most a touchdown. Okay. I don't necessarily. I think it. Green Bay keeps it close. I, 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 Jordan Love. I don't really know what I'm getting out of him in the playoffs, but also it's the Cowboys. Like this game is a lot closer, I, th- I think, than people maybe think. I think, it could be a lot closer, I do think. I, I think the Cowboys win this one fairly comfortably, especially with, with my thing. The Packers' defense has kind of been up and down. They've had some good performances, but then they give up 30 to Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers, and I think this Cowboys offense is one of the best in the league, and Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb have a field day, and I think that this is one of those games where Micah Parsons gets a sack or two and Jordan Love throws a pick, and, and it's Jordan Love's first playoff game on the road in Dallas, one of the most hostile home environments in the NFL. Give me Dallas by like 10. Yeah, and I, I hope the Cowboys lose. I do, because I'd like to face the Packers if the Lions win. But at the same time, I just think the inexperience for the Packers, are, are it's going to cost them. They have, one, I think, the youngest or one of the youngest offenses in the NFL. And I think in postseason, that matters. Like, it does. Um, we'll see. What, what are you going with, KG? What do you think? <laughs> Plain and simple, Jordan Love ain't ready yet, man. Um, I got to go Dallas, unfortunately. Um, they should win this. They're at home. Uh, they have the better defense. Um, the offense, as long as Dak doesn't, you know, have a meltdown, they should be okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I see them getting to the next round. But ain't no good going to come to the Cowboys in the playoffs. We all know this. Something's going to happen. The last time they screwed the Lions, we got the Dez caught it game. Maybe the Lions get their revenge game in the next round. We don't know. But uh, Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, the Packers will play the 49ers. Yeah, scratch that. Never mind. Oh, yeah, because never mind. They yes, get the, the luster seed. seed. Yeah, yeah I, oh, that makes yeah. sense. Uh what do you think, JB? Where are you at? I wish they could both lose. I mean, that would be nice. I just hate them both, a, but unfortunately, that's how it works. Give me Dallas in this one. Jordan Love is not ready for the playoff, inexperienced, and I got a feeling that he will be walking out of Jerry's world, kind of like how Michael Penix was walking out yeah. of the national championship game. Probably bruised, broken ribs, who knows? And you <laughs> know damn well Jerry has probably paid off these refs so much to get this win and make this an easy loss for the Packers. So give me Dallas. So we got Tyreek Hill, revenge game. It ain't going to be a revenge game. And then Big Mike McCarthy actually getting revenge on the Packers. (laughs) So there you go. All right. Uh, Let's get through this. We'll save the Lions-Rams one for 930 because we're going to give our score predictions for that. And even though it's pointless because we probably are all going to have the Lions winning, I would be shocked if anybody picked the Rams. Philly at Tampa. This is another one. It's it's all about how you're. It's not. It's it's how you're playing going into the playoffs, right? The, the Eagles are the better team. They are. 
But the Buccaneers, although offensively, they've looked disgusting, and especially that last game of the year, it looked disgusting. But I think Tampa could give them some problems. They're they're a you know a, a technically a division winner, so they're hosting a game um, on the road. This is the team that beat them two two seasons ago. Do it, Jeff. Give me the Buccaneers. Do it, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Give me the Buccaneers. I'm going with the Buccaneers. The the Philly just seems to me at an all-time low. They're mm. trending downwards. Give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield, his first playoff game, he beat a, a really good Steelers team that was fraudulent. And now he's about to beat a team in Philly who's fraudulent. Baker just taking them out. Different teams, though. Was with Cleveland. Now he's with Tampa. I think he takes down the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. So Bubba Baker. I'm obviously a little biased. I wouldn't pick Baker Mayfield in a playoff game if you paid me. But I do hey, think... he's won one. Well, <laughs> okay, yes, he did. He, he did. He did. But I think that season was more about the running game. But you know what? Well, well, that's neither here nor there. He did have some good moments in Cleveland. I will say this. I think the the Eagles are the more talented team. I know their defense has been has been more than shaky. It's just been downright bad this year. And Jalen Hurts, even though he's playing hurt, has turned the football over quite a bit. But I think the Eagles got a nice and favorable matchup. And the Buccaneers are even lucky to be in the playoffs because they play in such a weak division. I think the Saints are clearly the better team and would be the worst matchup for the Eagles but they crap the bed too many times my opinion is that the Eagles win and the MVP of this game Jalen Carter I think he does he plays a role in stopping the run and I think he gets to Baker Mayfield one time and dings him up a little bit doesn't knock him out of the game doesn't knock Baker Mayfield out of the game because Baker Mayfield he's shown that he will play through certain things that he probably shouldn't but I think Jalen Carter wrecks this game from the middle, and that's the difference in the game. Give me the Eagles. And I'm Nick, not picking Baker fucking Mayfield. Nick Sirianni technically coaching. I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. Coaching, coaching for his job. job yeah. What that's are we crazy. doing? Like, I, it's NFL, it's cutthroat. I'll tell you that. This comment, uh, let's see. Don Beats, let Baker bake. I don't know if we'll burn it. You know what? <laughs> let me let me just say this though before before you guys think that I'm being unfair. Baker Mayfield did have a very good season. It, it surprised me, especially after what the Lions did to him early on, and the fact that I think at one point they were two or three games under 500. I wrote him off. He finished the season at least up until these last two games strong, but in these last two. I mean, the last two games, the Buccaneers have scored 22 points. They were lucky that they got to face the Carolina Panthers. And yes. DJ Chark fumbled the ball out of the end zone. Just hang on to the ball and score. You could have knocked the Bucs out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> nice going, Chark. You got to let, hey, you got to let, KG, you got to let ba- right, Baker. Sorry, you got to let Baker bake a little hey, bit. Make him, some nice brownies. I mean, hopefully those brownies don't have THC in them. He doesn't look lost out there. But yeah. you got to let him bake a little bit. Listen, man, I'm on upset alert with this game. Give me the Buccaneers. Woo! And it's just crazy, man, the turnaround that they've had. We all thought that they would be a top five pick in this draft. Um, Baker Mayfield, if you had told me that they'd be in the playoffs and Baker Mayfield would be up for comeback player of the year, I would have smacked you and said you was lying. So, <laughs> um, Man, but, yeah, the bottom is absolutely falling out defensively for the Eagles. And ain't no good going to come to Matt Patricia um, in a playoff situation. So give me the bucks, man. JB? Yeah, this one is uh... – What's the script say? This one is on upset alert, you guys. Okay. I Tampa knew Bay Buccaneers will three beat Buccaneers. Let's go. The Eagles. Like I said, it's not looking good for Philly. I don't know. They've been on a terrible downfall as of lately. Jalen Hurts, that finger did not look great. AJ Brown is still not practicing. This is sad to see this Eagles team just take a nosedive 
this quick at the beginning of the season we were like they're gonna repeat but man this is just bad uh this comment let's see where is it at um basically saying i want to make sure i give credit because it, i didn't even think about it uh since taking over matt patricia since taking over for the eagles they're one in five hey the facts is there man mm. Mm. oh D david e walker since matt patricia took over as dc they are one in five so yeah. Matt Patricia effect, man. They're taking that fat out. To be fair, their defense was bad before, but it's taken it. It's it's True. gone to another level. I mean, the fact that they, it's it's not so much that their defense is. Well, they started is off worse. what ten and one. Yeah, and and with with Matt Patricia, I think the bigger indictment is that they allowed the Arizona Cardinals to come back and win, mm -hmm. like like the, that defense, and they allowed so many points to the New York Giants. That was the easier part of the schedule, the last three games, and they went one and two. And Matt Patricia's defense had a lot to do with it. Yeah, no no question about that. Let's head to break. When we come back, we'll give out our Lions-Rams score predictions. Can't wait for it. And then we'll get to what's trending with JB and, of course, Mailbag. Uh, you're tuning into the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. And we have to hear about our friends over at Planet Fitness. Because, guys, come on. Planet Fitness is the only place to go when you need a workout. We're in the Planet Fitness studios here. You see the, the logo right there behind me. And you can check them out. Home of the judgment-free zone at Planet Fitness to experience a squeaky clean gym. Tons of equipment, full body workout in just 30 minutes. And you'll get all of this for just 10 bucks a month. No commitment. No matter where you are, there's a Planet Fitness close by. More than 50 in Metro Detroit and thousands more throughout the world. Come to Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and register for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win an all-expenses-paid suite for the 2024 NCAA Tournament for you and five of your best buds. Lady Jane's, open seven days a week. Walk in any time. It's wicked awesome. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Sports, Woodward and Main Street, the Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions Show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and WoodwardSports.com. We're back. It's the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Let's get into it. Score predictions. Lions, Rams. Sam, I'll start with you. Why are the Lions winning? Because well, I'm not even going to ask you. God, it, it's so funny because we've talked about this game all week, but it almost seems like too big of a magnitude of a game for me to even think about the score prediction. Ultimately, though, what I have 
is Lions 31, Rams 21. I think ultimately it's going to be a 10-point win. I think it's one of those where the where the game is a little bit closer than the final score indicates. I think the Lions score late to put it out of reach where they have one of those four-minute drives where they kill a lot of clock in the fourth quarter and ultimately demoralize the Rams. I think the Lions, for the most part, are going to be able to move the football up and down both through the air and on the ground against the Lions, the, the, the uh, Rams. I think Jared Goff, for the most part, is protected. I could see Aaron Donald making a play or two to kill Ace singular drive but I don't think it'll be that big of a deal I think Jared Goff plays turnover free I know that that's a lot to ask especially considering the the uh pass rushing arsenal that the Rams have particularly on the interior but this is a game where Graham Glasgow and Jonah Jackson are really gonna have to step up I we all know Penny Sewell will we think Taylor Decker will and I think defensively I think this is one of those where Matthew Stafford plays a game somewhat similar to what Nick Mullins did a couple of weeks ago, but a few less interceptions. I think Matthew Stafford maybe has two touchdowns and one pick, but the one pick is very, very costly. And Kyron Williams maybe has a decent game, but has one of his worst ones because I think the Lions rush defense will step up. Give me a 31 to 21 Lions win where after about five, with about four to five minutes left in the fourth quarter, we're feeling fairly comfortable. We have, we actually have the same points for the Rams. I have 27, 21 uh, Lions win. Um, I got him winning by six for a lot of the reasons you kind of laid out. I, I, I do believe Kyron this week won't be a non-factor, but I don't think he'll be as big of a factor as he's been typically. I think the Lions will keep him in check. Now, you made a great point about Stafford, his stat line. I think Stafford can have 300 passing yards, but I don't think that's going to you could still win this football game like I, I just laid out by six, even though he's passing for a ton of yards, similar to what you brought up with Nick Mullins. You can, you know, bend, don't break, you know, force turnovers. That's going to be the key. If this Lions defense gives up yards, you got to take the football away. And then on offense, you got to be able to run the football, stay ahead of the chains, and, and keep drives going, time of possession. And Jared Goff, no turnovers. No turnovers. Please. That is all I ask. If you don't turn the football over, Lions win this football game 27-21. It's that simple, KG. Yeah. Give me the Rams. Wait, what? Dude. Wait, what? Nah, I'm talking <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> the stare after? Yeah. I'm like, you bullshit. There's no nah, way. I was waiting. I was waiting. Nah, um, me and Sam is on point with this. I've been thinking about this all week, man. Uh, Lions 35, Rams 24, Lions victory. Um they can't stop our, our pass game and run game, but we can make them one-dimensional. I believe in this rush defense. I believe that, you know, Stafford, he's going to get some yards. It's going to be stressful, y'all. Get ready. You're going to be edge of your seat the whole time. But um, I believe that we, they will get key turnovers in this game, mm -hmm. maybe one to seal the deal. And, um, yeah, we get out of Ford Field with our uh, first playoff win in 30 years, man. Give me the Lions. There you go. KG, now it's JB's turn. JB, what do you got? I got a pretty similar score to all you guys as well, too, but I'm taking the Lions, 31, 31 Rams, 24. We know there's going to be at least one turnover by both of these quarterbacks in this game. You could probably bet on that as well, too. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's ever been a more balanced run-pass attack offense than the Lions have right now. It's very important that this needs to work and be clicking on all cylinders on Sunday. But also, the flip side of it as well, too, we're not going to completely be able to stop Puka and Cooper Cup. Mm -hmm. we, I, just got to accept we, that. We all know that. We just have to accept that. But we also need to just bend but not break. And I feel like that's what it's going to come down to, that last play second. Mm -hmm. And we spoke about this on uh, Heavyweights last night. Wouldn't it just be poetic justice on a final drive for Matthew Stafford to get picked off by Kirby Joseph? Mm-hmm. 
Look at this. That'd be beautiful. It, yeah. it would be beautiful. Yeah. It'd be poetic. Kirk, what, Kirby Joseph picks off Stafford. He retires. Yeah. Damn. Sam Flannel don't like to hear that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Come> <laughs> Ending on. careers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Jonesy says Michigan beat OSU 30-24 to win the Big Ten. Lions beat Vikings 30-24 to win the NFC North. Michigan beat Washington 34-13 in playoffs. Lions over Rams 34-13 oh on Sunday. Oh, my God. Mm. Imagine if that, if that were to happen. Yeah, By right. the way, if you guys are into the moon and, and shit and the stars and all that, my girlfriend's really into that stuff. Like, you know. Um, zodiac signs, you know, it's just it's how it is. So it, moon yeah, thing, it, it, the moon's gonna be a, a waxing Mercury crescent. Mercury retrograde. Oh it's like God. a waxing crescent, I think is how, how it's pronounced. That that moon, the last time the Lions won a playoff game, it was that type of moon, and apparently it's gonna be that moon on Sunday. Guys, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fucking astrologer. I, 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 I don't know. I, all, I'm, all I'm saying is that if that plays a factor, okay, take it for what it is. I don't know. Timbo Slice says 41, Rams 30. Uh, Roger says 31-27 Lions. Don beats 34-24 Lions. Um, let's see. Harry Clevin, uh, Clevin says 34-17 Lions. Freddie says 21-21. I don't know if that means OT or I, maybe that's not a score prediction, Freddie. Maybe I read that wrong. Shad <laughs> says 56-32 Lions. Uh, T-Stay Cold, Lions 34-21. Zach Connors 35-24. Hoof Hearted 41-32 Lions. John Lord 45-6 Lions. <laughs> Extreme Shaft, 42-27 Lions. Stafford throws three picks. Wow. Um, three. I don't yeah, know three about is three, crazy. but like, I, I think one is very reasonable. Uh, look. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> People are, uh, they found that, that, that one interesting. Uh, Roger says, WTF is a waxing crescent. I don't know, dude. I, I, it could be a croissant for all I give a shit. Croissant. I mean, I like croissants, but no, it's a crescent. Croissant. Uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. Um, Dante says your girlfriend. Do you mean your left hand? Oh no! Jesus. Shots no. fired. Damn that that one hurt, Dante. Christ. Damn. Uh, Danny God G says damn. same same. Jeff, tell her she's crazy. <laughs> uh, let's see. No, she's not crazy. She has a wonderful girlfriend. Uh, Broder says Jeff. Clearly, your girl's into the stars. Yes. The, if you're into the moon stuff, which by the way, I'm into it now this weekend. I just got into it. I'm into astrology just right now because the, the moon stuff and how that relates. I'm into it now. Uh, Freddie Felt 313 says 21 Savage has a new album today. That's why he said 2121. Okay. Mm. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, Funky says Jeff's a righty. Damn it, Funky. All right, we're going to break. <laughs> That's enough. We're, we're going to break. All right, we're going to break. We're getting what's trending with JV, then we're getting the mailbag. All right, this conversation. It's over. We're taking a right turn. over. Yeah, we're, we're taking a right turn here. All right. Tell Spotter friends are our premier pet. Premier pet, a more joyous uh, conversation than. Uh, the, the moon and the stars and anything going on with Jeff I Freddy. Give your pet the best like I give my pet the best. My orange cat, Milo, and my golden retriever, Jake, get all of the best toys, treats, and food from Premier Pet. Give your pet the best like I give my pet the best. Premier Pet Supply is hands down Michigan's best pet store. Same prices and all the conveniences of the online and big box retailers. With one major difference, family and locally owned and operated for 30 plus years. Over 60 brands of food with nutrition experts to help you. Same day, local curbside at home delivery. Premier Pet Supply, give your pet the best. Visit their website at premierpetsupply.com. Brace yourselves, Detroit. As the sun begins to set, two of Woodward Sports' brightest young stars will be taking the mic for a brand new 
show. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. The dog days in Detroit are over, and the boys are unleashed. Join in on the banter and hop on the bandwagon of the number one night show on the internet. Tune in to the Woodward Sports YouTube channel every weeknight from 8 to 10 p.m. Woodward Nights with Spooner and Broder. Your home is your most important asset. Flexibility in the sales process is key. When you work with Mark White & Associates, you can cancel at any time, for any reason, without penalty. Speaking of flexibility, check this out. Who you work with matters. Hire the best broker in the game. Sports own Tom Mazaway and Sam Stick Day will be hosting our Lions postgame show after every Lions game all season long. Tune into the Woodward Sports YouTube channel for his hot off the press takes, game analysis, and Kool Aid sipping celebrations. You won't want to miss it. Join Maz, Stick, and special guests each week immediately following every Lions game exclusively on the WSN YouTube channel. Uh, Feldman Chevrolet. <laughs> 18 locations. There's a Feldman dealership in your backyard. Visit FeldmanAuto.com to find the location nearest to you. Since 1996, Feldman Automotive has been driven to provide a fast, convenient, first-class car buying experience called the Feldman Advantage. Catch World Sports Live there every other Monday to recap Lions games. Hey, guys, I'm a Libra. Maybe I get a free car because of it. I don't know. Is a Libra doesn't mean I'm a good driver. I don't give a shit. Check out Feldman Chevrolet, <laughs> the best dealer in Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Libras might be better drivers. If you're a Libra, you get upset sometimes. It's all, Bro, I'm sure there's a horoscope that says that somewhere. I'm it's sure all. It it's all general. It's all just generalities. That's all it is. <laughs> it's like if you're a Libra, you you hate when you're you get offended. It's like oh, okay. <laughs> or you get upset. <laughs> so but, but hey, I'm like I said, I'm into astrology this weekend. It matters now. All right. It applies to me, it's personal, now I care. That's how that that's how that works. Let's get into it. What's trending with JB? JB, talk to you. What do you got for us? Hopefully oh, it's astrology. Man. No, it is not <laughs> astrology. Well, actually, it, it might be a little bit. I do have a, a oh, Sky video okay. for okay. you guys. All right. And hey, look, I'm just here to get you guys pumped and hyped up for this wild card weekend. But I do have some very disappointing news. I know I said earlier this week that uh, the Imagine Theaters were going to have the game on the big screen for everyone to go out and watch and see. But once the NFL seen that, they said, oh, hell no. <laughs> and basically made Imagine Theaters cancel Shut that down the real Lions quick. playoff game to be shown on <sighs> all their theaters. I'm assuming the NFL just wants all the money this weekend, but then again, I, I don't really know. I just feel like that's kind of a, a dick move on the NFL. What do you guys think? This is a story that ended quickly. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this yesterday, didn't we? I think so, either yesterday it, or, or like Wednesday. Literally, it's been a day. Everyone's like, oh, imagine theaters. And then all of a sudden, it's like, right. no. We I hope y'all ain't make plans. I hope, yeah, <laughs> I hope you guys didn't make no plans. I... I hate that the NFL does this, but it is business. I mean, they're not going to let Imagine stream this thing, probably on Stream East or something, get the free live stream and just let people roll in and watch it. Right. That's not how that works. I know people would argue, well, bars have it. 
there's always something they get from these bars. Like they're paying for cable, they're paying for NFL network, they're they're paying to watch the NFL. Of course. I don't know. I don't know. They, they could probably fit a bunch of people in these in these theaters, and maybe they're just butthurt about it. I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? It's business. It's 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 business. Unfortunately, the NFL is just uh, killing dreams out there. But you know what? We all love the NFL. It's just that uh, that would have been fun though. I, I yeah. think for a lot of people that would have been an enjoyable experience. These imagined theaters are pretty are pretty nice. Yeah, it would have been nice, yeah. but. I got something that might cure your guys' aid right now. I know there's a ban for uh, Stafford jerseys at Ford Field. And shout out to this guy. He's a local realtor in Detroit, Jeff Glover. He is sitting here and offering fans who have Stafford jerseys to come up to the Twin Peaks restaurant in Livonia from 10 to 2 p.m. today to trade in their jerseys, which he will give to a homeless shelter, and he will give you a brand new Jared Goff Lions jersey. Wow. Bro. That's about my house. I might do that. Je- yeah, How go- cool <laughs> is that? Jeff Glover, you're an MVP, man. Yeah. That is a, a commendable move right there. You said the um, Twin Peaks in Livonia? Yes. Oh, wow. That's actually not that far from me. Either. Yeah. You got a Stafford jersey? I don't. Okay. No, I was about to say, let's go, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say roll up there and get it. Because honestly, that it's... He doesn't have to do that. He's helping he, out he home, He's helping that, out homeless people, and at the same time, he's he's you know making sure you get the right jersey. I respect that. Shout out to Jeff Glover. I know, yeah. and good name Ooh, by the way. It's I keep cool. seeing in the chat that the NFL stepped in and said he can't do that. Oh no! Oh come on now. NFL. What's NFL? What? They shut down everything. Jeez. God, no fun league. Jeez. That's what I keep seeing. Roger Goodell, you must be fun at parties. Jesus, God. man. What a, what a dick. There's Glover? They got my guy, Jeff Glover, too? They're quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are on everything I out know. here right now. Like, I just don't understand. It's like, hey, we're just trying to go out there and have a good time, have a good night on Sunday. And maybe hopefully the NFL won't miss take this down. Why is that? I don't get why it's canceled. What? <sighs> it's stupid. Is he, isn't he buying the, the jerseys? Like, he's he has, it's all his. That's what it seems like. That's jerseys. what it seems and sounds like. like and he's he, taking the, the Stafford jersey, giving him to homeless people. Did I hear that correctly? Yes, and then he's he, giving he you back them golf to jersey. the homeless shelter. Yeah. The f- I don't, what's the problem? I don't I, know. I, I, can make, I can see the Imagine stuff, but I don't, I don't get the problem. Is it because the jerseys are, like, ripoffs or something? Like, I don't get it. I... I have no I, idea. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Maybe they're like concerned of like where he got the jerseys from. I. Oh, people I, pleaser I really says he know. was handing out bootleg jerseys. Oh, okay. Well. Oh. No fun oh, wow. league. No fun league. That's what I call those guys. Damn. Well, Damn. That sucks. Hopefully the NFL won't make us uh, take these down. But here's some uh, sights from Ford Field as they were sitting here painting on the NFL logo for Wild Card Weekend. Hmm. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. And also having this up as well, too, is nice. But uh, if you were out last night and you checked out the skies, you might have seen this as well, too. I can tell. It has to be. What? Those is that the Lions logo? Those are by the way. Just wait. That's what it's going to be, man. That's badass. Oh, oh, that's nice. What? <laughs> that's wow. dope. Those are all drones in the sky last night. What? It's like Batman coming to town. Like you, right. you put the little symbol up there. How dope was that? Come on. They should do that over Ford Field. That would be nice. That'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah. You, you put that symbol up and I don't know, like Barry Sanders comes out in his prime. Like just it, it resurges back and plays for the Lions. Like he, we need like a Lions superhero. You, need, you got a call with that logo. Like I, I actually like it. I didn't even know that was a thing you could do with drones. To be honest with you. Hey. I did not. But the wild card weekend stuff. 
in Ford Field. So beautiful. It's real. It's about time. It's becoming real. It's about damn time. <sighs> it's becoming real. And I'm ready for it. Oh, I'm yeah. ready for it. Pre-game show is going to be – it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yes. It's going to be. I'm trying to find – does anybody know where I can get, like, temporary blue hairspray? Like, or blue – like, paint to put my – I don't know where to get temp spray. Like, Maybe, like, uh, like, Party, party City? Yeah, Party I'm going, City. I'm going. I'm going to try and get – I'm getting fired up. Let's go. Booner, you're in the chat. Get fired up, my guy. Sunday's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Booner's going to be fired yeah, up. Booner, yeah, Booner, we need you to spray paint to your hair as well, too. So, uh, hopefully that happens. But that's all with what's trending with JB today. Back to you guys on the desk. All right, let's go to break. We'll get to mailbag uh, when we come back. Uh, first, though, you got to tell you about our friends over at Hamlin Pub. So let me tell you about them. Have you ever wanted to be at a bar where you're known as a regular? Well, I got the place for you. Uh, it's Hamlin Pub. They got seven locations. If you want to experience a place where you can indulge, enjoy sports, and also indulge in their wings, delicious wings. I've had them. Me and my dad's favorite spot. You can do that. Uh, Hamlin Pub experience where everyone is a regular. And it's going to be your new favorite pub once you go there because it's great. Hamlin Pub, check them out. Since the dawn of moving people, Chevrolet has led the way. The world of transportation is changing. At Feldman Chevrolet, we are leading the charge forward. With every electric vehicle, every mile traveled, one Feldman at a time. The company that puts more Chevys on Michigan roads is now the number one name for Chevy electric vehicles. Now, coming to Woodward Sports, Woodward and Main Street, the Woodward Sports Network Detroit Lions show. Let's go! Catch Gabrielle D. Phillips, Matt Broder, and Terry Foster for all the latest news on your Detroit Lions every week. Only on the Woodward Sports Network YouTube channel and woodwardsports.com. Planet Fitness, you can get energy without the judgment. Hi, can you help me with this? You don't know how to use it? <laughs> this is better. Join now through January 12th for just 24 cents down, $10 a month. Never intimidating, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. Join today during the Big Fitness Energy Sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, January 12th. Over 50 Metro Detroit locations. Lions fans, it's the moment we've been waiting for. After 30 years, the playoffs are here in Detroit. Join us for the Ultimate Lions VIP tailgate this Sunday, hosted by Bullseye Event Group and sponsored by Long Drink, as the Lions take on Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Food, music, excitement, and a chance to witness history. Let's roar together down at Eastern Market. Go to bullseyeeventgroup.com to get your tickets today. We're back. It's the Morning Woodward Show here on the Woodward Sports Network. Let's get to it. It's mailbag. Let's get the questions in. We'll try to get to as many as we can. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me start with the first one. Um, let's go back a little bit. Okay, here we go. Started off with uh, Jake. Millsack, is Philly a bigger meltdown than the Steelers team that started 11-0 then lost to Baker in the playoffs? Um, that's a good question. I would say yes because of what they were the year before. I think it's, it means a little more. They made the Super Bowl. They were one of the best team in football on paper. Uh, and now they're a fraudulent team, which is kind of the more interesting storyline to me. And if they lose to Baker again, that would mean Baker took down two of those teams, which is kind of funny. But, yeah, I would say Philly's a little more of a of a fraud than – they're both frauds. And if, you, if I had to pick who's the better team, maybe I'd lean Philly because Ben Roethlisberger was cooked at that point. 
But I, I just think with how where where Philly was just at, they were just in the Super Bowl. I think it means more. It's well, like, oh yeah, this team, Jesus man, with it's bad the, with where they the, came from. With the way that the Eagles were seemingly set up, you could make an argument that in the next ten years, were they going to win one Super Bowl or multiple Super Bowls? Because they they were they were very close to winning one last year, and pretty much and a lot of their key players were coming back. Although they were losing some, but seemingly they had replaced they had replaced them throughout the draft. They got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith in the first round. They'd gotten Nicobe Dean the year before. Their their secondary they resigned some of their guys, and it just yep. traded for Kevin Byard. Yeah, traded for Kevin Byard and Shaquille Leonard at midseason. Yeah. So like it just they they've imploded. I mean, here's the thing. They still have a chance to go into the playoffs and, in theory, accomplish everything that they wanted to have accomplished. I just, I just don't see it. I think if the Eagles lose in round one, you could say that this Eagles team was one of the bigger collapses in recent memory. Yeah, like that Pittsburgh team. Yeah. You knew, like they're eleven and zero. You're like, they're frauds. Like this Philly team, you're like ten and one. They're pretty good. Yeah. And now they're actually collapsing. I think it's a little more significant. They were at like one in our power rankings for for parts in the of the they season were. and a lot of people's. Um. Let's see. Next question comes from John Lord, Mailbag Jeff. Can you name all phases of the moon? I'm not. No. <laughs> no, John. I know the waxing crescent because that's all I give a shit about because it matters uh, yep. for the Lions winning. So that's that's the that's the phase I'll name. Uh, Don Beats, Mailbag, since y'all couldn't give my question straight answer on Wednesday, answer this. Would you smash Will be Goldberg? For, what? what? For Lions Would tickets? you smash Will be Goldberg for Lions tickets, front row seats? Don Beats. Come here, Whoopi. Get, get, where she at? It right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I don't give a damn. Nope. Whoopi. Hey, absolutely not. Turn, turn Whoopi, her over. Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> to get Lions tickets? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Hey, Whoopi. Nice to meet you. My name's Jeff Ifrey. <laughs> yeah. Get, get, nice to meet go you. Ahead. Shake I'll my watch hand. For, oh. Shout out Whoopi, man. <laughs> get over here, Whoopi. She's a, she's a legend. You kidding me? For, for front row seats? I'm and I can in. say, and, and then you could bring up in casual conversation, yeah, I got with Whoopi. Like, what? Yeah, I did. Hey, and I got front row seats. You, you kidding gonna, me? You're going to hit her with that uh, Prince Albert piercing? I'll tell her. <laughs> hey, hey, well, hold on. Hold on. Now you're, hey, hey. This, this is going to be me, JB. I'll be like, hey, Whoopi. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Um, come take a seat. Because I'm going front row, baby. No one's stopping me from getting front row. No, well, actually, except for a penis ring. All right, that I'm not. I'm not doing that. But come on, Whoopi Goldberg, that's a layup. The problem is, is that I'd probably have layup. To, I, I mean, honestly, that's a fast break. No one covering me layup. But bro, like honestly, I'd probably have to take like a supplement or two yeah, to Sam, even be able to perform. He <laughs> <laughs> can't get it out. No, for Whoopi, probably not. No, you see that? You, remember, I that ain't remember that clip of LeBron uh, in Boston when he had that look? Yeah, <laughs> that look. You know what I'm talking about, JB? When he just locked the hell in, LeBron. That's gonna be me against Whoopi Goldberg. I'm locked, locked in. in. Locked in. Come on. Uh, yeah, we just spent five minutes on banging. Right. Whoopi she Goldberg. gonna send us. He said this, man. Yeah. We gotta stop. <laughs> we gotta stop. <laughs> it would get a restraining order on me, dude. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> Man. Uh Booter says Jeff's girlfriend asked Jeff, these are great seats. How'd you get these tickets? Oh, I just know a guy. Um, <laughs> I just know a guy. Uh yeah. Had an offer I couldn't refuse. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think you know I what? Refuse. I think if I told my girlfriend, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg standing in the way between us going to a home playoff game front row, she'd right. be like, 
get it done. Hey, listen, right? We gotta, you gotta get understand. It done. <laughs> get it bigger done. things at play here. <laughs> 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 it's bigger than a. Yeah, right. This, the game's bigger, this is than, bigger than us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is bigger than us, bro. No. Oh this, shit. That is funny as hell. Oh shit. All right. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's where we are right now, mailbag. Um, <laughs> mailbag Griffin says flannel would risk it all for some tickets. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> breaking news: NFL tells Whoopi she can't give out tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so you got with her for uh, nothing. Congratulations. <laughs> no, that's that's messed up. Can you up. imagine seeing that after you done it? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, you'll get clout, I suppose. What yeah. clout? Yeah, yeah. What, no, 1980s clout? I would do it. So would 90s clout? Um, Jordan Schaefer says, Bagan Whoopi makes you Eskimo Brothers with Ted Danson. Well, I mean, hey, I'm in the club, I guess. <laughs> hey, I mean, shoof. Speakeasy says, if they lose, Jeff will start a Me Too movement. Well, okay, that's a little... that. <laughs> Damn, yeah. I'm getting my bag. I don't hey. Hey, I, I ain't mad at you. Uh, it's a win-win for me. You're right. It, you know what I mean? Like, sorry, Whoopi. You're just in the way. You're just in the way. Um, Harry Clevin says, would Sam go to the game with Ben, jo- uh, ben Wallace for free tickets? Yes. Yes, I would. That would be a tense game for <laughs> <Okay>. you. <laughs> that would be intense. Um... <laughs> What are we doing? We just missed like a whole mailbag because of Whoopi. Don Beats, man. Yeah. I, that's why I love you. You just you just stir up mailbag. Make it just make this thing interesting. Uh, let's see. Shad says mailbag. Would you rather bust down Meg Thee Stallion at Planet Fitness or Crystal with an X at the gym with a rock wall? I mean, I think you that's know a that no answer. Right I think there, you know yeah. that answer. Yeah, I'll I pay mean. my ten dollars a month for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Don. Yeah, put it on the card. You right. know what I mean? Like it just. Crystal is fine. You remember that? You, you all remember that ad? Yeah, that ad was yeah, always Crystal pretty. Crystal is an ex. Like she, yeah. Yeah, ah! yeah that, no, no. See, Whoopi, Whoopi ain't gonna make a big deal out of it. You know what I mean? Like, Whoopi, yeah, she gonna keep it in the tuck, yeah. man. <laughs> like, what are yeah. you talking about? She's gonna be talking about that on the View the next day. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, they, hey, that'll be hey the tell all. It'll yeah, be Joy like, Behar air you out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that'll that'll be like that'll be like Jada the red the, the t- red table. You know red how she talk. that that'd be like. Whoopi Goldberg after I'm done with her. Like, she would be the tell-all. Except you ain't got to sit through it like Will yeah. <laughs> Will was sick, man. Bunch of bad, slow descent. Oh, shit. Speakeasy says, uh, Meg all the way, my God. Uh, well, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's obvious. Sure, my black card. Oh. <laughs> hey, we got to go, Whoa. man. We got to hey. go. This is off the rails, man. Oh, damn show her that black card that's that's a bar man i'm ashamed oh, i forgot all that's a bar what was crystal with an ex's workout routine i forgot some of them i don't know i, I can't remember it was like well, I'm, I'm sure we have the commercial somewhere it was like take here. take this much many steps before you wake up or some stuff like that <laughs> i don't know yeah she'll be taking steps all right Feel i'll tell you that know. um especially after kg's <laughs> right step out the door oh, make it oh, <laughs> <laughs> has arrived you can go all right well <laughs> it's gonna be tough steps the yeah. following. I'll just, it, it, I, hey 
All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. I don't know what the hell we're doing. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Lions win. You guys know how this works. Lions are going to win the damn game. Go Lions, Yeah, man. Yeah, well, we appreciate you guys a ton. Don't forget the rest of the, the shows here on the network. Big D Energy, Hermione Networks with Mass, Heavyweights, oh. Woodward Yo, Knights. Alex What's Haggerty, up? drink a gallon of water before you wake up. That's right. I remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. She'll be she'll get a gallon of something, KG. Oh, oh yeah. Ain't gonna be water. Well, let's, <laughs> get, let's get out of here. We gotta go. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you later. We'll see you later. Have a great one, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you on Sunday. Pre-game show. Be ready for it. Me and Booner, we're holding it down. It'll be a lot of fun. Be there or be square. Lions playoff game this weekend. Get fired up. Get fired up. Like the stream before you before you leave. And we'll see you guys. I'll see you guys on Sunday. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Stay blessed.